Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? It's your favorite shinobi, Austin Walker, here, Friday, the 22nd of March. Is that when this is going up? No, no this is going up on Thursday. I'm pretty slow for a ninja. <laughs> It's going right? up that's Thursday. Cor- isn't that correct? 21st. Is that, that's when the embargo is. Yes. Pretty sure, yeah. Thank you, Ninja Squad, Natalie Watson, and Patrick. Thursday, Parker. March 21st, 6 a.m. Pacific time. I'm actually a shinobi, not just a ninja. Oh, wow. Shout outs. Shout outs to being a, a shinobi. Shinobi, shinobi squad. Full, full rank. We're here to talk about Sekiro. Sekiro. Shadows die twice. Two times. Two times. That's what. That's what. I'm the waiting guy is to learn about. the skill to hide my trophies. <laughs> yeah, Patrick. Uh huh. You should just make sure your privacy settings are on max. As let me just tell you, please do just that. Just in life. Just in life. You know what? In life, did you see the fucking Put your privacy settings. That to hotel max. that was recording people that Joel posted about. I I cannot. Could not click on it. This is why I don't sleep in anywhere. This Hotels. is why I don't sleep. <laughs> You could be recording me. This is it. My two life skills. Be a shinobi. One. <laughs> two, don't sleep because they'll record you while you sleep. Well, while I'm sleeping is probably like the safest time to record me because I'm not doing something incriminating. Like being a shinobi. Like being a shinobi. <laughs> <laughs> the embargo is up. We can talk about Sekiro. Shadows die twice. We're I'm, playing it. We're playing it. I am. 21 hours in? Holy something like that. shit. I, I, it has me. Like this, yeah. I knew it would. This is what happens with me and these games is it's like, oh, this is where I live now. <laughs> I'll see y'all in a couple of weeks. I uh, live in Ashina. I, that's exactly right. I absolutely <laughs> do. How much uh, time have y'all had to, to put into it? Uh, I, I'm probably, I'd like 10 to 12 okay. hours probably. Yeah, that sounds right um, from where I'm, you are. I, I, it's, I had a, a long time where... I was coming to grips with how to play the game and then have had like multiple breakthroughs where now I feel like I'm just clipping along like a much faster pace, uh, which is something we can mm-hmm. get into because it's, I think, something pretty specific to this game, even relative to other Souls games. Yeah, I mean, I think that is going to be the, one of the biggest conversation points for sure. Totally. Natalie, how about you? Um, I would say I have like maybe five in because life happened this week life and I just didn't happen. get to uh, dive in as much as I wanted to, but... I'm here to talk about what I do know. What do you know about Sekiro besides what we already covered in our previous uh, uh, preview uh, article, well, our preview podcast? What I'll say right now is we are going to probably end up talking about some mechanical spoilers here. Uh, maybe some like general thematic things like I, we're going to talk about what the premise of the game is. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about what some like early first hour spoilers are mm-hmm. um, about story stuff, but not anything deeper than that. And I will say one of the surprising notes, and I don't know that either of you have hit this yet, but like there are some 
the story is, I suspect that Patrick Klepek, who doesn't read item descriptions, who doesn't care about the Souls lore, is going to come away being able to tell me what this game was about and what happened mm-hmm. with it. Like, this game has a story. It has key NPCs that are fairly not well developed in the in the breadth of what game fiction is right but compared to the ways in which souls uh traditionally unfolds its characters who are well developed but are well developed by way of item description and kind of like putting together the story yourself and figuring out what was the relationship between these people and this family and where did it all go bad and blah 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 mm-hmm. um, things are a lot more straightforward like they're not yes straightforward is the wrong word but they're straightforward Relative to souls in the past to the point where, like, you have characters with, like, direct relations to one another where you can, like, draw, like, start seeing – yeah, it's just – I am pretty sure this game has an antagonist. Which is not a thing I've ever said about a Souls game before. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right? Like or a, a single... FromSoft game. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that is not normally and, and I it's broader than that. Less I don't existential, think it all. more direct. I still think it has that it's both. It's still both. They, they, yeah, they, they cross yes, the streams yes, is yes, what they do. Yes, existential yes. threats and just like material, that motherfucker over there. Yeah. He a threat. <laughs> Boom. Cross it. Um it's really so so we're gonna talk about that stuff in a broad sense, but we're yeah. not I'm not gonna talk about who that guy is. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk about why I think that about the game because that's not even something that unfolds very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to, we're not going to dig deep into into story stuff or moments like uh, uh, before we started, I showed Kato a moment that had me shouting at my fucking screen last night, not out of anger, but out of just like yo. surprise, not even yo. Like it was like, yo. And then it was like, what? What? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, uh, and so, we're not going to talk about what that was. We'll talk about that in some other podcast three weeks from now, four weeks from now. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. once people have had the time to, so we're not going to talk we'll about. We'll have like, to do a spoiler cast. We'll for this have game. to do a spoiler cast. There are so many moments. Yeah, and we can talk about the fact that there are moments. We're not going to talk about specific moments. So, like, be clear on that. Maybe we'll say fifteen minutes at the end to talk about like the first five hours. Like, nothing Natalie hasn't seen is probably a good right cutoff point. But like, mm-hmm. that's where we're at. We're going to talk about things in that broad way, but we are going to talk about them. So if you're someone who's like, I don't even want to know what posture is. I don't want to know what what uh, abilities I have. Time to go. Time to go. And that's okay. Here's my the thing I'll say. Like five minutes of conversation is I'm having a really good time. Yeah. Me are too. both of you also? And I'm sad. But Wait, why are you sad? Because sad. Because sad? Because there's sadness. There is sadness. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. There is sadness in the world. Yes. Um, but I have fun time with game. They're great. Good spoiler-free conversation. Sekiro is you. <laughs> yes. uh, I, I, had, I had someone ask me this morning, uh, a, a colleague of ours, who was like, how are you liking the game? And I found that to be like a more complicated question to answer than I thought. Huh. I like it a lot. I don't know if I love it, and I won't... And I'm wrestling with how much that has to do with less about the game and more about my personal preference for this style of game that I'm realizing more over the course of playing Sekiro. Mm-hmm. In that, um, one, it's a much harder game. I think that is just like objectively true. I uh, think that that's true. I, yeah. Especially, I, we'll talk the, about if, it. If, if if each of the if, if these games are often mountains to climb, where you get over a certain part of the mountain, feel like you've established a flow with that game, and then it puts like other smaller mountains for you to climb along the way. Getting over that first mountain, I think, is monumentally more difficult in Sekiro than it is in Souls 
or Bloodborne. At least that that has been my personal experience. There's um, Souls and, and Bloodborne. Ga- Souls specifically. I mean, <clears throat> one of the biggest things there is you can level up in a traditional sense in those games. You can run the same circuit over and over again and get more health if that's what you need. You or- can be like, I this section I'm having trouble with, I just need like a little extra boost mm-hmm. and then I think I could get through it. Mm-hmm. And those sorts of... Cheats is the wrong word, but like ways of sort of like goosing like the game a bit to your advantage uh, do not exist here. And right. it, it's I, I think it's less that as much as the like literal posture of the game in which it is a much more defensive oriented. It uh, punishes a lack of patience, yeah. um, which is true of the games in the past, but this one explicitly more so and is a lot more around parrying and like responding very specifically in a sort of like rock, paper, scissors sense um, more so than in the past. And that's just not how I've played these games before. And so it's like at the spot that I'm in, even though I'm getting more comfortable with the game, I still am finding myself wondering is like my like lack of like full throated love for it because at some fundamental core, I don't like to play these types of games in the way the game is demanding me to. Right. But that's, that's less about, Less to say about the game as much as me like having a more fundamental core understanding of like when you make these types of games, what type of character do I want to be? And there are just certain types of characters you cannot be in Sekiro. Right. You're not going to be like the ranged magic character in this game. Not going to be a tank, really. You're not going to be a tank. Or like you're going to be a tank, but not the like I'm standing here and getting hit tank. You'll be the like agile tank who is like, I'm just going to block everything that comes in with perfect timing. Yeah. You ain't going to take a hit. Yeah. Um, I guess we should set that up a little bit in terms of just like, you know, we talked about this in the in the preview podcast, but I know some people didn't even want to hear that or like we should just set up so we can talk about it with clear with clear language. What is the basic fundamental like attack and defense stuff? Natalie, mm-hmm. can you set that up a little yeah, bit? Yeah, totally. So basically the uh, combat system is uh, fundamentally based on a mechanic called posture in which you and your enemy have posture bars. And um, just attacking your... your your enemy also has vi- like vitality, has yeah. like a health bar, and uh, the more their vitality decreases, the uh, longer it takes for their posture bar to uh, like heal. Heal, yeah. Right? yeah. So the posture bar is basically like what it is, what it sounds like. It is like their sort of ability to block attacks. It's their ability to like keep up with with your attacks and so as you break their posture you know you're kind of opening when you when you break their posture you're opening up um the opportunity to perform a death blow which is like boom you're fucking done which is a um yeah for for enemies that only have one death blow right it's boom you're done but as you come to understand is that enemies may have more than one death blow um may require uh, multiple death blows and then a final death blow that only unlocks after you've yeah. done the first few. That's what um, like bosses mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the the thing to note is that the just attacking will not um will not decrease the posture bar in a way that's sustainable. You have to the the easiest way to break posture. Um, and it varies from enemy to enemy, but yeah. it is parrying and um, countering. 
are like the two most effective ways to to break, break posture. Yeah, and so like parrying is in this. So the thing to note is like you can absolutely hold down L1 and block incoming attacks. Hold it down, enemies will start swinging at you or shooting at you. You'll block arrows, you'll block bullets, but your posture bar will start to fill up. Mm-hmm. And like enemies, your posture can be broken and then they can hurt you really fucking bad because mm-hmm. you just like take a knee, basically. Yeah. You're like, whew, I got to gotta catch my breath real quick. Yeah. Um, and so instead of that, what you end up trying to do is hit L1 timed with incoming attacks. I'd yeah. say that the window for parrying is way broader than something like Dark Souls was or even something like Bloodborne's like uh, uh, bullet Visceral? Gun. No, like the, the whole visceral thing, but just like the bullet even. To get weaken the enemy, I forget what that's. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you put him in a stagger state, yeah, you can you do stagger. a visceral attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, window, yeah, yeah those that are is so much harder to do for me than this. But the stagger window is bigger, I think. In like, this too? No, no, no. In Bloodborne, the the like point at which, like the time oh, in parry, which an enemy yes. is staggered in Bloodborne is longer than their open window. Right. So that's that's one of the, the biggest difference for me besides the posture stuff is. And it's funny because, like, the reviewer's guide that they send around even op- kind of, like, opens by being, like, you cannot do the thing you do in Souls games. Yeah. In Souls games, what do you do? Go up, hit, hit, back away. Go up, hit, hit, back away. That's, like, watch uh, watch Natalie play Bloodborne, watch <laughs> Patrick play Dark Souls. Like, especially for boss encounters, it's, like, go up, find the opening, swing two or three times, back away. Maybe the boss has an AoE attack, and so you want to make sure you're not in the AoE back, space. Back, back away. Back, back away. Right, <laughs> exactly. Maybe they're really, maybe they have long arms. You want to be even closer, forward to get past them. You yeah. know what I mean? Whatever it is. This is not that game. Your hits will often not stagger an enemy, even off of a parry and a counter. I mean, yeah. so I want to be clear. A lot of regular enemies, especially by the mid-game, you are either killing them because you're in stealth, which is a completely yes. new idea. Yes, Or like there's backstabs this is my favorite in way. the Souls games. But yeah, because you're a ninja, you're you're a shinobi, because you have a grappling hook and can move around the environment and hide in like tall grass and uh, eventually you get all sorts of cool fucking abilities to get back into stealth where I'm at now in the game, where you're just like, you know what? I'm a fucking ninja. Peace. You <laughs> pop up the peace symbol, you fade away. Um, the the You're doing a lot of like one-hit kills on random enemies. Uh-huh. Even sometimes on special enemies who have like – sometimes you'll fight an enemy who has the death blow indicator but only has one. And that yeah. sort of signifies like, oh – this this a bad bitch. Like yeah. it's gonna be a, it's not gonna be a, an impossible fight, but like it's gonna be a little bit harder. Yeah. Um. And so like you'll find them like all right, I'm still getting them. Bop. And then the the harder fights are the ones people who have like two or more of those yeah. death indicators. And even them, you're like by the mid game. I I know where Patrick's at now. It's like I'm gonna take one of those off right away by doing a stealth hit. Yeah. And then I'll have a one on one fight with them for real. Yeah. Um. And the biggest change is is actually like for me not just the posture stuff. It's that when you you cannot count on an enemy to be staggered from being hit. Mm-hmm. You can get in your one or two hits, and they're like, "I'm gonna go into an animation right now." Yeah. And it doesn't. I want to be so clear that it doesn't feel bad. Be Partially because, and I think this is just about the gameplay design, you can cancel out of most of your own attacks into a parry or block also. Yeah. And so it creates this completely different experience. I had a, I, I hit a boss fight that's kind of like the end of the early game, I guess I would say. It's like mm-hmm. the boss fight before, in Dark Souls terms, like when you get the Lord Vessel or like... 
I, it's just like, oh, I'm out of the early game now. Mm-hmm. I opened up, I opened up around that area. I opened up a new skill tree. I opened up a new, uh, a new way to upgrade one of my abilities, like mm-hmm. one of my core, like stats, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that fight was just, it was what Patrick was talking about, which is this game demands a certain play style of you, and that fight was the one that was like, and this is it. We're gonna test you to see. If you can, I've already been tested. You ain't been tested yet. Let me tell you, Natalie. This is a test. There's a test where you fight this. You fight someone who is like, it's so clear. Like, all right, this person has twelve bags in their in their or twelve tricks in their bag of tricks. Yeah, I have to learn them, and I'm the way this fight is gonna go is. He's going to attack me. I'm going to parry him. I'm going to attack him to keep the pressure up. Yeah. He's going to like do some other shit that I have to be ready for. But you're just, it's the most samurai film. Like, clink, yeah. clink, 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 clink. Like, yeah. it's, and it's so good. But that back and forth is so new to what this, these games feel like. Yeah. And one of the big reasons is a parry does not stop their incoming attacks. Yeah, and that they is the could most, go. They, if they're in an attack string, you will have to parry like five, five. And, right. And sometimes that's one, two, three, four, five. And sometimes, sometimes it's, it's one, two, three, four, three, five. four, five. Yeah, exactly. And that's so much of this game is like, all right, what is your attack string? How yeah. do I get that rhythm down? I fought an enemy last night that swung, swung on me nine times. And that was the only attack I did. It was like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. And it just did that nonstop. And it was, it was a fucking gross enemy also. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, so that to me, Patrick is like, the biggest thing is by shifting your putting you on your back foot all the time. It I do worry that people like you who like have a dis, a definitive way they play the Souls games are gonna feel like this does not offer that to them. It's uh, I will say as it goes along, you find I have found a way to mix the two in a way that I was not able to early mm. on. Now, now granted, there are. Uh, <laughs> The way this game handles like bosses is is interesting because it's not in the it's not in the traditional way you have come to expect in Souls games in the past. Like, because this game mixes mid bosses, mini bosses, proper bosses yeah. in ways that are often hard to tell what the difference is, um, and not all of them are required, right? So there are uh, mini bosses you'll come across that have uh, mini boss generally means it's going to have like two death blows like two of these little circles and like you know and it'll be like a shinobi killer or something like that it's like they're usually a bigger bigger enemy um or they have a weapon that looks cool they just have like a cool looking yeah like a super super big ass sword that's like way longer than anything you've seen or has a move set that's so different than anything you've encountered um they're almost like the they're almost yeah go ahead I was gonna say they're like the they're the teaching moments for like yes. the what you should be able to handle. Yeah. Is like their movesets feel like I mean they are optional. You can like the one of They're the, not optional because you need those fucking prayer reads that they drop beads. so you can increase your you health. Need those so like, they're yeah. optional. Don't just fight them. If you're gonna be at games done quick uh later yeah. this year and you're gonna yes. fucking speed run it and you're like, oh I'm not gonna upgrade my health at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, so to be clear, there are those side enemies, those mini bosses that we're calling them sometimes drop prayer beads. When you get four prayer beads, you can upgrade your health. Yeah. A bit. You should we should also talk about that, but you should finish what you're saying. Um well and I was gonna say I was gonna say like though like yes, they're optional. Um, but I, those more, man, probably the most in a long time I've never seen from be so direct about 
enemy design teaching specific techniques yeah. through the move set. Um, and may- maybe that is because, like, by the time you've played one of them, like, you, you don't need to learn the lesson. And so you just kind of, like, scoot past the educational part and you just go into doing the thing. But and because Sekiro is so fundamentally different, despite feeling so familiar, um, like, for example, there, there was a mini boss where it just wasn't reasonable. I mean, I'm sure someone will do it, but it just did not seem reasonable that I was going to be able to sit there encounter the enemy like their their attacks were just so overwhelming the the moments for me to get in there and get any sort of any sort of attack in just did not seem like I was going to be able to do anything and then like I remember consulting with you and kind of thinking through like what I what I could do and like one of the big breakthroughs and one of the things that I think is like like doesn't seem like a big thing but is fundamentally different and it's like an early pro tip to anyone who's maybe frustrated is like your items are incredibly crucial to success in Sekiro um whereas other from software games, we're kind of like a Resident Evil, a survival horror game. You got all this shit in your inventory that you're never touching. Like, <laughs> I can boost my attack. I can boost my defense. Like, you just never touched yeah. any of that stuff, and it never felt like it was required. And even the other stuff were like, I'm going to throw a pebble to attract someone over. Just none of that stuff was core to the experience. And like, Excuse so me, pebbles thinking, were very core <sighs> to my, valid. Natalie, pebbles my are Bloodborne valid. experience. Oh, Thank sure, you. Sure, sure. <laughs> but, um... You were using those as sort of like a, a strategy, a technique that was like as you're learning the game. Like in Sekiro, these are like core to being able to progress. Um, yeah, I think for most players. Like so, for example, this this boss that I encountered, um, what it turned out to be was like, oh, like I just had this other thing that unlocked this new item called oil, and it's like that's also like the idea of dousing an enemy with something. And it having a reaction is not new to souls, right. but I'd never even fucked with it before. But as it turns out, like, oh, with this enemy in particular, they're like relentless moveset. I throw oil and then I have a, a you know, a, a, a shinobi technique that allows me to set them on fire. And oh, they just like deal with the fire while they're burning for like two or three seconds, which gives me that opportunity to get in, go get three, f- four hits, move off. And then suddenly the fight is, you know, Nothing. It's like It's just, oh, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I'm going to repeat this. And then I look back and go, shit. That was one of those moments where the game is saying like, okay, 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 okay. In the most like, obvious way it can. You need, this is what you need to do. And then it's like this very, again, if you haven't played these games before, uh, the notion of using items is just like, it's just an optional. It's an additive. With like but in some- Sekiro, at least I have found, it's, it's like, it is core to survival. Yeah. For- especially because the moment... You just die way more often, way faster in this game. Your health is so small. The enemies do so much damage. Um, and so you'll be in these sequences where even though you're deflecting and if you screw it up, you just, that's the kind of stuff. And I do enjoy those moments, but I have found those mountains to be higher to climb. Maybe, and maybe that's because of my mental model, right? And maybe someone else who comes in clearer would be like, yeah, this is a little more obvious, buddy. Um, but I have found that to not be nearly as obvious as I've, Tried to work my way through it. I'll say that, like, I probably used items more in past games than you did, Patrick. But even, like, even with that, I'm still finding myself using them way more here in Sekiro. Like, I, Oil plus Molotov was a way, or whatever the the Bloodborne equivalent, how I got through a lot of Mm -hmm. Bloodborne bosses was like, let me fuck you up, then let me fuck you up. They were, like, creative solutions. They weren't, like, demand. Or they they went the other way. It was like, I have to use bolt paper on this. This is the fight where someone in my life was like, Austin, just use bolt paper. You'll blow through this fight. Yeah. This stuff, the ways in which it's, it's, I think partially it's because of the Shinobi tools. 
uh, that you add to your shinobi prosthetic, mm-hmm. you get a prosthetic arm early in the game. Um, and that arm can contain different If you tools. lose the first fight. I bet you fucking lose that thing no matter what, man. I bet you win the fight. I want to know, I, though. I sure, I I'm sure you know. can win that fight. I, I am... So, I, but there's a different cutscene that plays out, and I bet there's yes. an achievement that you get. Right. Because, like, similarly, like, so the beginning of Bloodborne, you know, you're su- you're supposed to lose to that, like, werewolf in the first area, but you absolutely can defeat that werewolf, and then the game just continues on in a different way, and you, you have the dream encounter just upon the first death you have from someone else. So I just cannot wait to find, watch the video that I'm sure will be Friday morning of someone <laughs> beating that fight. Totally. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm, and I'm excited to see that. But so you get that arm replaced and then you get the prosthetic arm. And in mm-hmm. that arm, which is which is the thing in the original teaser, by the way. I don't know if people have put that together. The Remember the early, early, early Sekiro teaser? That was oh, just like, right. That was just like a bloody uh, weird uh, like gear, bone, bone thing. thing. Yeah, that was you're the prosthetic right. arm. You are right. Um, huh. Because uh, that's the core of this game. One of the core things of this game. Um, you get to add tools to it. You can carry th- you carry them all with you, but you can equip three of them at, the, at a time and switch between them by hitting triangle in the middle of combat. Those are things like shuriken that you can like quickly throw, which can keep someone off guard or like knock someone out of the air or, or whatever. Um, there are like you mentioned the flame one. There's a one that you do a flame punch or flame like thrower hit with. Um, what are the other ones that they showed Axe. early? Axe. Axe is a good one. It's like Axe is just like some motherfucker has a shield. No, they don't. That's on the <laughs> bop. Bop. Gone. Uh, and I'm going to go bop. It's more like bop. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's kind of a slow wind up. Um, that thing is good though because once you start upgrading, so you can upgrade those. There's crafting in the game and the crafting is for upgraded shinobi tools. So you might have a regular axe, but like from, I don't even have this shit yet, but eventually you can start getting like elemental versions of the axe. Yo. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. That's so I'm like, tight. all right, cool. I cannot wait to get the crafting gear I need or like the parts I need to do that stuff. But you're not upgrading your main weapon. You're not upgrading your, there's no armor you're upgrading. Um, but the point I'm bringing, you do upgrade the main weapon in the sense that yes. you can upgrade your general attack power. Yes. Um, By basically spending a, a, boss souls is basically what it is, right? Yeah. That's, Which we, yeah, neither of us know, but we both theorize. I'm so like, sure of it. So, so in previous games, when you defeated an enemy, was this true in Bloodborne? I can't, yeah, it was, yeah. right. So when yeah, you defeated yeah. an enemy, you, you capture their soul or their essence, and then you could cash that in as a crafting uh, sort of uh, ingredient to create boss weapons, which I'm sure there were useful ones, but I never, I usually like had my ax or whatever that I was into at that point yeah. and just cash that in for like to go up six levels and pump up my health. This game has, uh, you, yeah, you defeat a boss and you get a memory and it doesn't indicate to you that there's a reason to keep it, but you more or less just go and consume the memory and then your attack goes up by pulse one. But I got to imagine it's going to be like a Me moment, too. like at some point in the game that's like, yo, if you just kept that shit, You'd be getting some weird ass yeah. like shinobi upgrades that I'm gonna be super jealous I'm of. I'm so fucking sure of it. We'll see. Maybe not. The point is, the point I was getting back to as we go off on our 30th tangent is <laughs> part of the reason why I think you use more items in the game, or they built this game around item usage, is because you have the shinobi tools all the time, mm-hmm. and so it's already like, and there are like 12 of those things, yeah. uh, not even counting the many variations that are in the kind of crafting tree. Um, the which means that like it's already making you start to think in that in that way in terms of item combination and and combining your combat skills with your with your shinobi tools. Um, that stuff is like it it changes the way I go about most of my fights because like most of the time I'm like in a Dark Souls or something. My first thought is, all right, I just need to get out of the way. I need to make sure I'm backed off. I need to make sure I'm being too greedy. 
classic thing you'll hear someone say when they're playing a, a souls like is like oh i'm just being too i'm just being too greedy i just tried to get three hits i should have gotten two and gotten away mm-hmm. in this i still have that thought about like am i being too aggressive oh i know this person's going to go into a grapple that fucks me up or whatever pretty early uh, but i also have this thought of like is there something in my toolkit that i haven't thought about applying to the situation and once i'm already thinking about that because the shinobi tools are are something you always have um they use a they use like a spirit essence ammo basically which mm-hmm. you start with you can carry 15 of at the start of the game which should just be full every time you die 100 make it a consumable it's and a, they made this fucking same i'm calling it a mistake i think now. it's a mistake i am i i it, it's very cheap to buy it's not it's like the, the we should explain like one of the ways that one of the mechanics of the game is that like you're you're like getting uh, you're not getting experience that goes into uh, uh, your stats, but you're getting experience that fills levels that that goes into your skill tree, which is pretty. And every deep, time you and we'll die, talk about that yeah, yeah, and every time you die, um, that halves um, if you don't go and spend it. Like if you're like three fourths to a full level, right. you're gonna lose half of that. It you won't also lose go, half of the money. It won't go under a uh, level though. You will never lose a point. Correct. So like if you earn, you're earning skill points is a way of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And it'll say, sure, oh, yes. you have three saved, but you could be like three and almost up to your fourth one and die and a half of that bar will disappear. And it's like, Oh, unless the magic dice in the background roll such that you get something called unseen aid, which is like, <laughs> no, don't worry. You didn't lose your XP this time. I'm like, motherfucker. I mean, thank you. It's well, like who are a, you? It's like getting a free a Buddha. I think is literally the answer. Yeah. Is it is it is a, a Buddha who yeah. is yeah. I you know uh, religion. It'd be out there it'd in be, feudal Japan. It'd be there. The so yeah. So for me, it's like I'm already in that mode. And like you, Patrick, I wish they just filled up my spirit essence points. Ammo. I just I just don't understand. I don't see the advantage because I I haven't. What I ended up so in the early game, there's not much to spend your money on. Yeah, uh, save your money, save tip. your money, everybody, save your money, please. No, well, I no, I would say the distinction is save your money bags. Yes, because those are uh, those are consumables. But if you're going to be in a situation where you're like, I've got like 500 G, and yeah. like I got to go to a new area, I might lose all that. Just buy spirit vessels. Damn, like right. early on, what I did was spend a bunch of extra money just getting like 300 spirit items, so I just don't have to worry about. Stuff like that in the way that you worried about bullets and things like that yeah. in Bloodborne. Yeah. It's just, I, ugh, it's it's just not as bad as Bloodborne. It's it. nowhere near as bad no, as Bloodborne no. because Bloodborne did it with healing items, which are so much more important yes. than yes. these mm-hmm. are. Um, in my in my experience, anyway, I will say uh, the other half of that is that um, the reason I'm like save your money is you eventually you get a lot of merchants and some of their shit is good and important, like the thing you need to upgrade your Estus, Estus flask equivalent, your free healing item. Mm-hmm. I, I There's one I can't buy right now because it costs 2,000 coin, 2,000 cent, and like I don't have 2,000 cent on me right now because I spent all that shit on stupid shit <laughs> back in the day. I should have put that in a bank. I should have gotten some investments in. No, I didn't. I was like, should have oh, talked to your accountant. Should have talked to my accountant, did not do that. And instead <laughs> I fucked up with that money. <laughs> Put it all, I bet it. I bet it away. I gambled it away. I was like, I did not do that. I don't think there's betting in this game, but uh, I did waste no. my money. Um, and I and I. So the other thing you can do is you can. And this is old. You can buy these money bags, which are the equivalent of the old like soul, like uh, uh, a soldier's soul in, in Bloodborne or in a uh, Dark Souls or like the soul, the like, blood, uh, the blood, blood, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blood curdles. Oh, so is the point there? We're like. Yes, because I was trying to figure out why you'd even want to do yes. that. It's like, oh, I'm going to lose this money anyway. I'll invest it yeah. in something that won't leave me when I die. Listen, gold never oh. loses value, Patrick. 
Just spend. So you end up losing a little bit because I yes. think those cost like 120 and you get a 100. It's 110. Okay, it's 110, sense. which is like so easy to be like, I'll lose 10. I would lose 10 no matter what anyway. <laughs> I'll just buy this bag for 110 and it'll store 100. I'm basically just spending 10 bucks on a bag. That's really what I'm doing is like, here's $10. Give me the canvas sack. I'm going to put the other 100 gold in this sack. Tie it off. Put it in my back pocket. Then I won't put lose it under it your I bed. Die. Put it under my bed. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah under totally. your mattress. Um, the So like. The entire point I'm still at was because I'm already in the mode <laughs> that is, oh, can I use my flamethrower on this? Yeah. Can I use this like weird umbrella I got? Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, and that I'm already, then I'm already in that menu thinking about that stuff. So I'm then turning to look at like, what if I throw some ash in this motherfucker's face? And the answer is do that. The the balls of ash are so useful in this game. The like all of the little items there's you get like I, like candy to eat the various yeah. sugars, which is great. I just love the idea of like here are three different types of sugar you just put in your mouth and those like focus you up on either having more attack or defense or posture. <laughs> love it, great. It's uh, buried on a Wikipedia page was the Shinobi's love of candy. Okay, yeah, a hundred percent, right? Um, which actually there's one of my favorite things is is and I'm gonna pivot from this the the idea of like oh your favorite thing is to talk about the story a little bit okay the, the game's use of character is so there are, there, are, there are lots of moments where you're like oh yeah this is the same company and the same team that yeah. brought you dark souls because you're talking to some weird dude <laughs> you're talking to someone who is like all right why why do i feel creeped out just talking to you i don't want to give you money i don't want to give you money but you have cool stuff but you have cool stuff why are you asking me for fish scales why are you telling me i should yeah, kill some fish? don't say what that is i'm not i don't I'm but, not. Yes. But that 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 was I think we had the you and I both had the moment where it was like, oh shit, I am playing a Dark Souls game. Yes. We talked we hinted at this last moment. time, Natalie and I mm-hmm. did. But there's there are characters who have dialogue that are also just way more straightforward than most Souls characters have been or most previous FromSoft mm-hmm. games in this in this style. Um and like Sekiro talks. And I, I don't he's not talkative, but he talks. Yeah. I can tell you things about him. And in the course of play, like, characters at this point in my game are telling me how I look different in a way that is not just like, ah, the 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 pale curse has, has gone deeper into your blood and you are clearly going into madness or whatever. Like, it doesn't, it's not just that. Like, people are talking to my character like he's a character in the world. Yeah, they're like. Like he has a past. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's that's known. super interesting. And one of my favorite ways that they do character development uh, is, have you hit. Have you found a sake bottle yet? No. Either of you? You must have. I just got, I just got one. All right. Yeah. So have you used it? Oh, I'm sorry. Tea. Yeah, tea. Right. <laughs> um, you get sake throughout the game, and you can give it to various NPCs. There are multiple NPCs who will drink that sake and will deliver, like, a line of dialogue. or t- Not even a line of dialogue. They'll give you, like, a little monologue about their life, depending on which type of sake you give them. Um, and that's, and you can get multiple bottles, it seems like, right? Like I've, I've had like, like there's Ashina sake, which is the place you're at. There's unrefined sake and, you know, they drink it and, you know, if you give it to the, the blacksmith or whatever, he's like, ah, oh, always burns when I drink this, but it feels good in my belly. And then he's like, ah, oh, reminds me of the time when I did a thing that was cool. I, I used to have a cool life too. And I had a good friend, but I don't know where the friend is now. And then sometimes they'll sneak in like a little hint where they're like, ah, yes. in the in the unrepentant valley there is sometimes a howling sound what could that be i wonder and and like all right all right i'll cool. go over there i'll go I'll over check there i'll check out the unrepentant valley it's not the name of it it's a valley i don't remember the fucking name name of it is um, <laughs> so like i think that, that that is like a big part of it for me is has been 
there are characters who speak. There's a smaller number of them overall, I would say. It, mm, maybe not overall. It's not like, so Bloodborne, I felt like had a lot of characters in terms of mm-hmm. like, you get that core place where there's like eight people in there by the end of yeah. that game. Right now, it's like the blacksmith, the the lady who's like a doctor who helps me, who upgrades my healing gourd. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there's some other characters who I don't want to talk about, but there aren't that many. And there are some out in the world. There are merchants and they'll give you quests in a similar way to past games. There's no quest log. There's no map. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can pause. The quests are more straightforward. You though. can pause and the quests are more straightforward. Do you want to like, without getting into like a, there's a moment when a merchant is like, ah, I want to know what I should sell. And have you gotten to that yet? No, but like, uh, like some might be as straightforward as um, give me money. Some might be as straightforward <laughs> um, as give me money. Others might be uh, like there was uh, like this isn't a big I won't I don't know how it's solved but like the 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 merchants like you know what I I need to know what like right the people up in that castle like want can you like go find out which I presume means to eavesdrop yeah. on a conversation which we haven't talked about but I think is a, also a really really neat um, storytelling addition mm-hmm. and it's so, like presumably I'll hear something that gives him an idea that then expands. Uh, you know what he's selling, is, yeah, but it's, yeah. but at least you you know I know generally what I'm trying to do, which is like oh I, I'm, I'm you're telling me to go listen to somebody when I discover a new set of enemies probably yeah, mm-hmm. and that stuff has been has been cool and like it, it it's so weird to not so the item descriptions aren't telling you much story stuff there are little hints in there's just kind of one there's like characterization I would yes, say yes like the ceramic pots. Right, which having, we talked about in the preview. Yeah, we talked about in the preview having like a little bit of characterization that just contextualizes it and also adds like a little nuance to the way that the enemies react to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's unexpected. I will say that like I do definitely also miss those old item descriptions though because like the the soul's equivalent would tell you who made those ceramic pots. They'd yeah, be like, ah, like oh, yes. The elder. This, right, exactly. Shinobi. Who, who on, as a who hobby, made... Like to make pots in his pots. patch yeah. time when he was in though Shinobi. A, though a killer by night, many respected his work as a pot maker. His hands could do more than kill. They could also... <laughs> right, pot maker, right, exactly. Yeah, and then you'd fight him in hour 32 as a side boss. And he'd just put you in a pot. He'd be like, bop, yeah, I got put in a pot in this game yesterday. <laughs> that happened to me. Someone was like, boom, you're in a pot. <laughs> it's complicated. I don't want to talk about it. Wild shit happens in this game. Um, the That's not a spoiler. It's just like, it was a random enemy who has a big barrel who's just like, you're in there now. <laughs> Fuck off. This is where you live. <laughs> this is where you I'll, live. You know what? Just stay here. Just stay it's here. I would have. I would have been like, you know what? Just leave this here. Can he Let me protect nap, you? Can right? he just be like uh, your... Well, you could just pause the game, take a nap. You can pause the game, which is nice. Um, so yeah, but like, I, the stuff with the story that has been working for me so far, and we'll talk about this a little bit and then we'll take a break. Um, I... <sighs> These games, and I'm going to try to write about this for tomorrow, but, like, these games have always been about cycles. The games that this studio has made, that this team has made, all the Dark Souls games, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, there's a lot of, like, things are happening in a cyclical nature. Things from the past are kind of, like, uh, uh, are... are Reappearing. Paying off, they're either they're either reappearing or you reap what you fucking sow. Society, like mm-hmm. a lot of bloodborne stuff, is like yo, keep dig underground. You're gonna find that there is some real shit down there. Basically, uh, the old city, right? This game touches a lot of that same stuff, but it also because of the resurrection mechanic, which we have not talked about yet. Um, uh, it the feeling of that cyclical play and that like 
oh, this is about death and rebirth and about being caught in a cycle is both mechanically and narratively really intertwined. Um, again, I don't want to give spoilers about that, but like the story is a, you, it's not just that you're a shinobi who happens to resurrect. No. Right? Like it's not like, oh, by the way, you have a resurrection ability. This yeah. is a game in which like they want to know where that comes from. Is that a good thing for you to have? Is it good to be bound to live forever and repeat cycles or should we break free of them? Mm-hmm. Um, and what would the cost be of that? And it's, it's, I, again, I like, I like the soul stories all, all the time. But it's weird to have a character in the world be like, I don't think people should be stuck in this cycle and just say that outright without it being some sort of weird demon snake cat who's telling me that that, that they think that we should move into the age of darkness. Like being able to like characters directly talking about the core themes is has been really interesting. And it feels like, again, it's not like breaking new ground in the world of fiction, but it's a neat change from a team that has been very like quiet in terms of the way or, or very subdued in how it tells on how they tell their stories traditionally. Um, and so like, I'm here for it for sure. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. I also secretly have gotten a bunch of questions from people about this game. We can try to answer those if we, if we can, we'll see. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. All right, we are back. Uh, what are we? What are we? What else is this going on? What else is sticking out for y'all in terms of Sekiro? Anything you want to bring to the table about about the game? Um, I think just one more thing that uh, on the combat that I wanted to note was it feels like the it demands like everything that y'all said. Like it demands patience. It demands you know strategy and thinking things through but it really feels like it demands engagement and um paying attention and like almost perfection in a way that because each enemy's hits are so punishing and so devastating um you really can't fuck up and I feel like in and for me, I haven't been able to heal as much as like healing is like pretty limited in my experience mm-hmm. so far. So um, they fast and they will fuck you up. While they're you fast. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Exactly. Right, and it's not Bloodborne where you have twenty healing files. No, you have one like Estus flask basically. And then you have, there's an item that will heal for a short period over time, but it is very limited. It is like nothing. Um, So what I've found is that like in these fights, I kind of need to be perfect. Like I need to deliver uh, and engage with my enemy in, in knowing 
and in hitting every single combo and every single parry and every single counter perfectly. Otherwise, I'm just toast. Um, in a way that I don't think previous Souls likes have been. Like I feel like I've like the feeling of oh, I just like made it through like the like the skin is it skin of my teeth? Yeah, you got it. Skin of my teeth. Like just like just barely making it and like cheesing it somehow or like just getting one last hit in there when like all odds were against me like that's not what Sekiro feels like to me so far like so far it feels like I have to be in control of the fight like if I'm um, not in control I'm gonna lose that I will say that like I think I've definitely had skin of my teeth moments I've had a bunch of them at this point but that those came partially when some of the stuff you're talking about has shifted like at this point in the game, again, I'm 20 hours in, and I'd say for the last 10 hours, I've had I've had the ability to be a little sloppier. Mm-hmm. One, the resurrections let you be a little bit more sloppy. So you start the game, or like towards the beginning of the game, you get two resurrections uh, as like a thing you can do if you die. Um, the one of them you get every time you rest, and one of them you earn by killing enemies. Mm-hmm. You have to complete a fight or like kill an enemy between those resurrections. You can't just like die, resurrect, die, and then resurrect again. It, it, like, puts a black bar over your other resurrection. Yeah. Um, and if you use both of them, like, in a sequence of events, then you're gonna have to wait to use the... You'll have to rest and then also earn back the reward yeah. you earn from killing It's, people. like, in an order. But two things have happened that have helped me. The resurrection thing, the thing I'm, I'm actually thinking about is it's a great escape valve for once you know the fight or the enemy and you're like, mm-hmm. I got this. I got this 95% of the time. But yeah. sometimes you just fuck up. Yeah. Sometimes the camera gets funky or the, you know, you you had the wrong item equipped and you take a hit that you didn't mean to. And the resurrections help mitigate that because it's like, all right, I have this fight down, but I fucked up. Let me just, instead of going back home and coming back. And so that lets them be a little more lethal with the amount of damage they can play with. It does demand that degree of, of expertise and perfection you're talking about. But I've also gotten more gourd seeds. I have gotten more prayer bead uh, prayer beads, which eventually let you upgrade your health. I've done that like four times now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have six gourd drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I at this point can be pretty. F- and also the other thing is there are skill trees in this game. Right towards the beginning of the game, you have two. Eventually, you open up more. I don't even have them all yet. And I have three. Yeah. The third one, the one that I unlocked like a night a night ago or two nights ago, includes things like your sword attacks do more damage against enemy posture. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your parries do more damage against enemy posture. You take less posture damage when you block. And those things have made the game a lot, not more like Dark Souls, but when I'm going through an area and just fighting randos, or especially when I'm going back through an area to try to find a pathway, I'm not like keyed up like that. In fact, even when I go through new areas right now, I'm pretty much like in the zone and just like vibing. And not, even even for me who like, I've said this before, I one of the reasons I like these games is because they challenge me, but I'm also the sort and I and I want that. I don't I want the version of this. I want to continue being able to play the version of this that does challenge me. But yeah. I'm also I also recognize that I have a uh, a high tolerance for for bullshit and for dying in games. And yeah. y'all have seen me play permadeath, right? Like I I like okay like i fucked up it happens uh i'm not saying i never i never get like upset or like disappointed when i fuck up but mm-hmm. like so i know i have a high tolerance for it, but i even think from from even from even accounting for that 
spy hour 10, you get enough tools to mitigate some of that feeling of like yeah. needing to be perfect because the game does want you to feel like a powerful badass. Like, right, It right. does eventually want you to feel like there's three dudes, fuck off. Fuck yeah. off, three dudes attacking me at once. All right, da 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 dead, da 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 dead, da da yeah. dead. And that feels good. So, yeah. Um, I, 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 but I do think that the experience you're having is one that a lot of people will have. Yeah, I think that is like the first five to ten hours of the game um, is sort of fighting not at a disadvantage but fighting uh like with vulnerability yes. like knowing that yes. you're vulnerable knowing that it. you're fragile yes. and not having enough uh you know augmentations like i'm not even talking about the prosthetics but like in terms of the skill trees and leveling up and things like that you don't have as much buffer to um to be to feel less fragile. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just like something that can be discouraging, um, but is important. And I think this was kind of the arc that you had, um, Patrick, when we were talking and you were like, I can see why people will get frustrated and like feel like they're up against a wall oftentimes when you were talking about the first like few areas. Um, but I do think it's something that you kind of have an aha moment and begin to feel like the game rewarding you for getting so far yeah. and feeling stronger for it and the game like actually reflecting that in in your stats and yeah stuff like that i'm it's interesting this is a game that makes me think about a lot of the a lot of uh, the breadth of ways we mean accessibility obviously n not only uh, in terms of controller configuration and stuff like that, which I don't know that this game it does. It lets you re remap all your controls. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, but also the sort of like difficulty spectrum of of, access of accessibility. The Souls games are. I, I am the person who says they are not as hard as people as they play themselves up to be because there's lots of things in those games that encourage you to um, collaborate with other players. You can. I, I've said before, like you can always grind in Souls games. You can't do that here. No. There is not an online component. You cannot hop into my game and like I can't if you're stuck on a boss, I cannot hop into your game right now and help you with that boss. Whereas I would have done that with if we were playing Dark Souls 3, that's a thing we would be doing during this process. Mm -hmm. Be like, oh, I'm fucking stuck on this stupid knight. Like, all right, call me in. Let's take that fucking knight down. Let's do it. You cannot do that here. So like, I do think that those things make this game less accessible for new players. And a lot of people have asked a, 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 a variation on that on that question. Like, the demand is on you. You have to do it. On the other hand, I do think there are other ways in which um, it is more accessible than a Souls game. I'm not looking at a page of like 13 different stats, eight of which I have no idea what they do or what weapons. <laughs> they I'm not will like be. researching. I wasted ten levels. Yeah, um, I'm right. not like researching builds. Right, and and to me, I mean, that stings a little bit. I like researching builds. Yeah, but I also know that for a lot of players, including me originally, like when I first played Demon Souls, I was like, what the fuck am I? I guess I'll be a sorcerer, like a noble. Like, what yeah, am I, what am like, I doing? I, I, I think builds like research, having fun researching builds, like takes context, like context knowledge of like knowing mm -hmm. what it is kind of going to mean, yeah. and that could just like not. Pe people may just not have that. I can imagine going to Bloodborne and be like, Arcane is a skill. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to put points into Arcane. Like, all right, motherfucker, you're not going to get us. I still arcane don't know weapon. what the fuck Arcane is. Right. And you, I played you know like I, You know what I did when I reviewed that game? that game? Was put a shitload of points into Arcane no. before getting three fours through it and realizing, oops, I just wasted like 
10 levels on magic summon stuff yeah. that isn't actually that useful for how I like to play yeah. the game. Oh, We're also wow. playing the game before uh, like wikis are up, before people have figured yeah. out, you know, best practices for fighting weird bosses or, you know. Uh, Although I've, I, 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 I won't say um, the boss it is, um, but I will say it was a boss that has been shown in some trailers um, in which uh, I was having some real trouble trying to just figure out the approach, and I found a way where I could generally avoid the enemy and then get a swipe in. But, like, the enemy is designed where the damage you do in the front or back matters, where if you hit it from, like, in the rear, it's got a big old posterior, and it's just mm-hmm. not going to do much damage. And if you hit it in the front, in the face, it does significant... Like, that's where you're... It, it's clear the game is saying... Hit it in the face. Um, <laughs> but I just couldn't figure, like, the way the enemy is just so relentless and huge and attacks you, I just wasn't, I couldn't quite figure out what it wanted me to do or what my approach could be. Um, and it didn't seem like it was the kind of thing where, like, the game wanted me to, like, hey, go do something else, come back, you'll get some new skills, and it's going to be more obvious what approaches you could take. Right. Um, so instead, I just Googled Sekiro plus boss. D- description of yeah. boss. And then, like, a Game Informer headline, like, mentioned, like, <laughs> this boss. And so I watched the video, and which it's only there, like, in the first, like, 15 seconds. But the character does something that I never even considered as, like, which is like, no, why would you? There's no way you would try and do that with this boss. Yes. You should try and do that with this boss and like (laughs) did that. And it turns out that was the way that at least for me, that was became my approach for the boss. It turned it into not trivial, but suddenly, you know, the first time I tried it, I got three fourths of the health down. I was like, okay, like I've got this. I just need to kind of refine my technique. And what made it even more interesting was, and this ties into one of my favorite parts of the game so far. And I think it's something that will become even more obvious as more people start playing is as much as I, uh, you know, I think Austin, you and I had this moment with that mini boss where it's like, oh, you throw the oil and you you light them on fire and like, oh, that's what the game is teaching you. There, I do think there's going to be a, such a wider breadth of like, how did you approach this? Yeah. Wait, what? Like that was at, that's what you did. I mean, we've because had that this three bo- or four times with other bosses, this, right? Yeah. Well, and the, but this boss in particular. Um, right. But I guess you and I, we, we've had this with, with a couple. And I only say you and I just because we're further ahead. Yeah, than, I just haven't gotten there yet. Um, and, um, but there are two bosses in particular where you and I had such divergent approaches that it was, mu- that it was very much like, wait, how did you even do that? Right. And I mean, did. I'll, I'll spoil and I just, a mini one that I think is really good. Cause I think it also talks sure. about, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about what those skills are because mm-hmm. it's easy to make. Oh, the ones that I gave examples for before were the ones that were passive things. Like you do more, uh, deflection damage, damage yeah. which is like, uh, I, when I opened that skill up, I was like, yo, thank God, this is the best. But that's not the bulk. A lot of the skills are really active things. So like yeah. there's one that's like you hold, you hit L1 and R1 and you do like a spinny slash. Um, I got another one that's that's like L1 and R1 and you do like a heavy hit that you like charge up. You're like, bruh, bruh, and then you just like knock a motherfucker on the head with the sword. It turns out that works. Um, but the, the one that I think is really great. So there's an early side mini boss who is just, again, this is a mechanical spoiler. This is like a nobody character. It's not even at the degree of 
another hunter in a Bloodborne in Bloodborne. They're sort of styled in that way of like, oh, this is someone like me. This is someone who's like a good fighter who just is like my size. Yeah. Um, and so there's a monk or a or something. There's a shinobi hunter who has a spear very early in the game in one of the side areas. Yeah, this is where I'm fucking stuck This is right where now. you are, right. And so the they're at the end of like kind of a moonlit path outside of a, a village that's like burning. It's a really great set piece or like setting, I guess. They also have a really fucking annoying other enemy next well, to them. So I was, I'm setting this up. There are five enemies in the area. They're like two off to the side. There's one, like two off, off to the side up on a little cliff face. There's like one walking the path right in front of you and there's another one somewhere else in the mix. Next to the shinobi. I mean, he walks around. No, he's right there because he's a. Oh, I just killed that motherfucker. Just in the, there's grass right there. You just crawl yeah, towards him in the grass. Uh, yeah, and then the guy's like, excuse me. Well, yeah, because you kill the other three, and then you kill that one last, and then you fight him. I can fighting. never kill the other three without getting the attentions of mm, the other guys. Okay. The, anyway, you figure <laughs> out how to do that, and then you fight this guy. And here's the, the question ends up being, how did you fight that guy? Because he's a big spear. And the whole thing with the spear is, we haven't even talked about these attacks at all yet, but like on top of doing regular attacks, enemies will occasionally do something called perilous attacks, where a kanji will pull, will show up on the screen in red, it'll be bright, and it's like it's like, it's like your spider sense goes off. You're like, uh-oh, this is going to be a real big attack. And either it's a grapple, which you need to dodge away from, or, or you can kind of jump away, depending on what the attack animation is, mm-hmm. but you cannot block it. You can sometimes knock them out of it if you're quick enough, but that's really hard. There are are thrust attacks, which is what the spear is. It'll just like stab you and like, all right. And you can deflect those, but you cannot block them. And even dodging is kind of hard because they kind of step forward with the mm-hmm. thrust. You maybe do a side dodge, but again, it can be tough depending on what the animation is. Mm-hmm. And then there are sweeps, like leg sweeps. And the leg sweeps, they expect you to do like a double jump or you jump over, you kick them in the head, and then you hit them with the sword a couple of times because you're a ninja. You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> the spear, one of the one of the ways you can counter it is there's an early skill you get called like the Makari step, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and you it's the most like anime shonen shit I've seen in a video game in a while <laughs> in a way that understands what is cool about like martial arts anime and stories. The way you do it is you see that alert pop up on the screen. It's like, boom, like, oh, shit, this is a perilous attack coming in. You see the person about to, like, hit you with the spear, and you dodge right into it. You dodge forward into it, and you take your leg, and you step on their fucking spear or their sword, and you pin it to the ground and do a ton of posture damage to them. Mm-hmm. And, like, the focus and clarity of mind you need to have to be like, he is going to stab me with a spear – I am going to dodge into it. I am going to charge into that spear. Is so It feels so good to get it right. And so the way I got through that that little mini boss was I stepped on that dude's spear twice and then I cut his head off. I didn't cut his head off. I stabbed him through the neck. Let's be clear. Not a lot of head cutting off. Um, a lot of stabbing through the neck. A lot of stabbing through the neck. Patrick, you did not kill him with that. You used... Some other technique, right? What did you? Well, I f- so yeah, like so. One thing I that like on a on a side small side is like there is this uh, N- this uh, NPC you meet early on who lets you like practice some of these techniques yes. because some of the frustration I have had with the game is because you can die so quickly, more so much faster than in previous games. I often feel like I never get a chance to like really wrap my head around like how would I even counter this if I wanted to try, and that felt early on like a deterrent for even trying to engage with these more advanced counter techniques like the one you described but there is an npc you can fu- you can yes. essentially spar with and ask them i want do not let me pass go unless i do this specific technique now granted 
it's much more different to do it in like the heat of a battle when they're moving a lot faster than this yep. NPC, but at least lets you sort of work through some of that stuff outside of uh, a specific combat encounter. And for me, I was trying to do that one you were talking about, but like did not have the clarity of mm-hmm. mind. And so um, the game does, and this is where I talk about like finding ways to split the difference between like how I want to play and what the game wants me to do. And as you expand your suite of techniques, you can find ways to to try and and get sort of a hybrid or, or a different approach. And so for me, um, one of uh, the early upgrades for the the shuriken uh, uh, shinobi uh, technique is that you use you can the shuriken. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can, so the, well, we the shuriken this new technique. Yeah. So the shuriken and then hitting R one immediately after allows you to go in and get a, a hit. So you dash forward. It's like a a really fast lock on whoosh. And so what I would do is like wait for him to start that charge up animation, hit that, throw the shuriken, which forces him to block, then hit the R1, and then go in um, at him and hit him once or twice. And a lot of the times he would block it, but a lot of the times he wouldn't. And so that's what I did was just kind of like stay back, like jump out of the way, throw the shuriken, hit R1, get in there. And it's different than just throwing the shuriken, waiting, hitting R1, because if you're doing the, the joint technique, that's when you're hopefully getting an opportunity where like the, the the enemy is not actually going to block or deflect and you can get a hit in. So that's that's how I um you know Damn. It, it it can sometimes runs the line between cheesing and doing the right thing, but that's always that's part of souls is it it encourages you to f- it does a good job of making you feel like you're you're running up against the rule set in a way that it wants you to even if you're not necessarily doing the game wants you to do what you did. Like that's actually I think so, what that, that, but but it, I think so. But the designers wanted to build a game that has the possibility space that allows yes. for what you did. Yeah, because you right. also get another. You get a shinobi tool right before you get two shinobi tools right before coming up to that uh, shinobi mm-hmm. hunter. Mm-hmm. So I always thought it was the other shinobi tool, which I think you could probably not the use. first one with the ka. The axe. We can say oh, axe. Okay, it's not the <laughs> <laughs> anything we've like axe or the or the fire. Or, or one, the fi- right? The yeah, embargo so you- says you cannot say the names. You have to act out the sounds of yes. the. the Shinobi. God. God. Remember when Nintendo fucking sent us the Breath of the Wild uh, embargo that said you could talk about these eight weapons and it didn't include the claymore, which was just already in the the uh, opening area, <laughs> and I and the claymore is like a distinct weapon type, so I couldn't talk. Ugh. Anyway, so no uh, claymore. <laughs> so you get the flamethrower or the fl- flame. Yeah, the it's like a flamethrower, basically. Ba- yeah, I, yeah. Um, so you come up when you're coming up to the shinobi hunter. There's enemies that clearly like indicate that you should use the axe. Yeah. Um, with them because they have like big ass shields, and then you you throughout the era you pick up a shit ton of oil. And I was like, okay, so clearly I'm supposed to be using the oil in yeah. flame. Like, that was, like, where my mind went. But he's pretty fast. He'll dodge that oil, right? Yeah, that's why I die yeah. all the mm-hmm. time because that's the fucking yeah. strat. There's I was... another boss nearby that is, like, good. That stuff is really good on because mm-hmm. he's big and slow. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, the, the, I mean, the other thing about this area we're talking about and we haven't talked about this is this game is very much in the the like Souls and like Bloodborne uh, lots of directions you can go. Mm-hmm. The place you're talking about is not a dead end that you have. Like, in fact, you can finish that whole area without killing that th- this guy. Um, you w- you'll miss some stuff, 
Uh, but the guy you're talking, the the guy with the spear is not the. You don't need to get past him. Yeah, to, I don't know what path. other. There's so this game has a lot of exploration. I keep going back to old places and finding new paths. Yeah, there's a place nearby that you that if you go up and down that place and kill all the other side guys and are just like treat it like a labyrinth and like touch I've the done left, that touch the left wall oh. and like don't stop touching the left wall you like, oh wow there's more stuff here like uh-huh. Patrick last night I thought I'd cleared that place out Patrick last night told me about a place I'd missed in that area having killed all the bosses in it like having gotten the final like oh, I'm done with this area no nope, mm-hmm. you know like Patrick's like oh no there's another side area here that had that ended up having something pretty good in it at least a prayer bead maybe no it was a tool no, it had, it, it, yeah it had a, a totally new tool a, compl- that, a um, wild interesting tool yes like some yeah. ninja shit like yeah, yeah. We, won't spo- we won't spoil that one because the I'm unsure of its usefulness for me a not very good player oh I bet but, you could use it on this on the spear guy though wait so I could go get it yeah right now mm. yeah 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 that right. spear yes. guy's after is yes. after it I'm yes. pretty sure you're right okay after- that spear guy is like the end of one little side path or one path of that area basically I yeah. need to draw a map. That's the I wish this game had a map. Even an abstract map, even one that was just like boxes, like 2D that just told me the names of areas and like but I would love a Even like a thief type map. Yeah. I that's would take like it. Hand drawn and is like down. super They're abstract. winding in weird ways that makes it like no would make it a little tough. Like this game does have the demon or the Dark Souls thing, not the Demon Souls thing, the Dark Souls thing of having a big interconnected world mm-hmm. with one or two exceptions where you're kind of moving from big landmass to big landmass that are not directly connected. Mm-hmm. Um, um, though I bet you they are. Now that I'm thinking about it, I bet even that it's all connected. I bet it'll end up being connected back around somehow. Mm-hmm. The well, yeah, because there, there there are some early indications of like some stuff that you and I have stumbled upon Austin, yes. where it's like, ah, shit. It's not. It doesn't do the shortcutty thing that has happened as much. Like, yeah. that's not as much of a thing. Like, there yeah. are occasions where yes. it's, it's uh, oh, open a big door. Yes, those are the big doesn't ones. open from the side. Um, not as no many elevators. Down no, as far as no I can tell. I found an elevator recently. Well, because you can not. just jump, just, right. this motherfucker could just jump from wall <laughs> to wall and just make his way up a well. He doesn't yeah. need no ladders. Yeah. Um, but it, but there, are, there are indications that, like, things are more, are closer than the, ge- the geography suggests Based on what's right in front of you, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, like, I I do think to some degree, like, people will really enjoy the fact that it has that Dark Souls. Like, here is the big interconnected world where you can like see that castle. You can go there, yeah. But also, like, literally, you get that good feeling of getting there and looking back and be like, wow, like I remember when I was just over there oh. thirteen hours ago. I was a little baby Such ninja, a baby. Um, and now I'm an I'm an adult. Now mm. I'm, now I'm grown. You're not a, you're not grown yet. Damn. Cut down. I'm pretty grown. Talk to me when you beat that boss I just beat, and you'll be like, all right, now we all grow. (laughs) We all have to grow up to get through that one. Um, (laughs) But, like, that, because of how complicated some of this stuff is and because of how open it is and how many – I have a list of side bosses and areas I haven't had a chance to to actually uh, get through. Like, there is a degree to which I'm like – there's one you haven't found that I just told, like, I was like, yo, I just heard these soldiers talking about blah. Right. And you're like, yep, haven't found, I haven't that, found one that one yet. yet. And, you're t- and you're like a full 12 hours ahead yeah, of that, I'm like 12 hours ahead of when I first heard them talk about that thing. There's soldiers who were like, oh, there's a thing nearby. And I was like, all right, I got to get ready for that thing. 
I ain't seen that thing. I'm sure it's there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where. Patrick found his way into an area today. This is like, it's the Hollow Knight thing, right? Patrick yeah. found his way into a place today. And I was like, oh, did you beat the guy in front? And you were like, what are you, t- what guy? Uh, or you like, oh, do you mean the guy who has this, who has the bell? And I was like, no, I mean the guy who has the sword. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we got to this place via different ways. Like, oh, there's a lot trippy. of that that goes on. Um, there are, there are, there's so much to talk about, I think, with this game around the, the question of exploration, but I do wish it had a slightly better way of just like, let me know where, let, let me know where, where I am, am in I? the world a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I like taking notes. I like that stuff, but I, I suspect. Let I me, let take, me notes take notes in the in game. The game. Yes. 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 Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Put that <laughs> Big in the one. game. Well, because at the point that it's getting straightforward about other stuff. Yeah. It just seems like it would have gone hand in like there's a from software way of doing what we're asking for that is not a like three dimensional map that no. is showing a tunnel and big arrows that are guiding you to the to the waypoint. There, it doesn't need waypoints. It doesn't like right. if it just situates me in a world like if I can just see where I am yeah. in a physical space that is not detailed is just, like, maybe the outlines of the walls. Like, I could figure it out from there and take my own notes. Yeah, I, I have such a hard time knowing what that map would look like. like. I'm trying to imagine it. It's like this. But it isn't because of the places I've been. You ain't been there yet. What do you do when it's like that? But, uh, Natalie, what do you do when it's like this? Okay, you know what I mean? That's a box. That's, that's a not cube. a box. This is a, this is a, a hand that's interlocked. That's like a matrix. Right. What do you do when it's the matrix? <laughs> How do you map the ma- mapping the matrix? My new YouTube series is going to look at all of the inspirations that went into. Please, um, God, they're going to reboot the matrix. Uh, anyway, I think we already talked about this on the podcast. I think we, we did. The yeah. the, the I, ugh, it's so hard because I want there to be though a lot of these things I think do make the game easier for players to get into. Things like mm-hmm. maps uh, are things that I would take advantage of if they were there, but I. I am also the player who personally enjoys the feeling. And I know that means like I could just not use the map if it was there. Yeah. And I do like the feeling of personally going like, okay, where, where the fuck? Okay. 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 I see that tower. Okay. There's the tower. All right. I know how to get, I know how to get there. I can get there. Mm-hmm. I like learning the spaces in this way. Not a lot of games make me do that. And so I am fine with it this deep in. Yeah. I have the familiarity enough to where I have the place in my head. And frankly, I wouldn't if I had the map that well. I would just be like, all right, where the fuck am I going? All right. What if it was the map that didn't reveal itself until you explored it? Like the like not, the Hollow Knight. Not like the Hollow Knight. Because the Hollow Knight gives you, you buy oh, yeah, that you, map yeah, and it gives yeah. you all the rooms. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I, I don't, don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want what to if see it, ahead. But what if, what if it's, it's <sighs> like as you go... I know because those maps still reveal some stuff I don't know. I like the feeling of coming back to this place and being like, like I don't want the Resident Evil thing in this game. I liked it in Resident Evil 2 because it's a puzzle game that's like, oh, you got everything here or you didn't. I think mm. that was great in RE2. I'm not even asking for that. But I don't even want to see the size of the room. I don't want to, yeah, because if I you feel. show me the room and it's like, well, there's a door over here I haven't opened up yet, or there's a gap in the wall, I'll go check that gap. I don't want to feel like I am, I, am, I don't want to feel like I am mapping the world in this like, what if the door doesn't show up yeah. until you try and open it? But, but there will be a gap in the wall. 
that sh- in the map that shows I haven't been there yet. What if it's a and closed wall feel- until you... Well, then it's a lie. I don't want a map that's lying, that's producing <laughs> fake walls. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to accommodate you with my map. I don't want a map. Okay. Don't, pre- don't give me a map. Okay. Um, I'm I, taking I my I'm map on, back. It's mine it's now. It's all your map. It's, if I can hit a box at the beginning of the game, it's like, we built this game w- with no maps in mind. You go ahead and if you want a map, you can hit this button, have a map. I'll not check that box. If they're they not going to do it. They're, they're never, they never going to add a map. To I, this game. It is hard for me to it's understand. Fun, it, is, it is fun. I think I think that is one of those lying. Like uh, what, they could figure it out. I famous would be last words. The next the yeah, next game has one. They but could figure it out. I wouldn't be surprised. I was going to say they they, could. they couldn't do it. They of course they could. They may, they're really smart. They know how to do this stuff. They would iterate until they found a solution that worked really well. And I and there are moments where I'm like, fuck, I wish I had a map. But overall, when I think about my experience, or something that whole, split the difference, right? right? Like there's probably there's probably a way to accomplish so, more the, of what, the, not as much as what Natalie wants, but more of what she doesn't have, or what both of us don't have. That also maintains like as they've streamlined the, these games it, in ways they have very much you know the arc to Souls to Sekiro is. Yeah vast yeah. in terms of a lot of things that I think along the way fans have been reasonably worried that oh you're you're gonna sell out and like I don't think that has ever happened along the way even though they have found ways to maintain mystery and ambiguity that also make the games more accessible and enjoyable to wider audiences yeah. mm-hmm. so you know map or, map or no map, map or no um, you know I mean it is interesting to watch that arc have played out because it really is like a gulf between Demon Souls. And Here's the map. Here's the map that I want. Okay. The map that I want is the list of places that you can teleport between at the at the statues, the bonfire equivalents, mm-hmm. to just be listed on a screen with with arrows connecting them. So that way, if I know that the castle gate at the Ashina outskirts is connected to the stairway in the Ashina outskirts, and that there, and that like as I, you know what I mean, just like a box that says the name of the place that connects to what places it connects to. I that see. way, I don't know what the place looks like necessarily, but I know where the whatever the fucking fake valley I said before was. Yeah. The repentant valley connects to Ashina Castle, but also it connects to the underground or whatever, right? And also, and what if the map was flat, right? Like so. Like, like you have a flat, like roughly drawn map that you could then put, you know, icons that are like. I want like the Etrian Odyssey. Do, the places I've been, you cannot do a flat map for. You cannot do it. I want like the Etrian because you have a because you have a uh, a grappling hook. I know, but I'm saying levels. it gives you a general. Like I'm not, not saying levels. it has to. Like, I'm saying it. They're not. It's I'm not, not level level level. It's more. All right, we need okay. to move on from this we map do. point because this game. Doesn't it wouldn't. Have a map. I'm telling you, it wouldn't do the thing you think it would do. It is not. It is not. Level, it's not a building. They, they really lean into the organic feeling of being a ninja who can jump around with shit with, uh, with a, a grappling hook. That yeah. I, pro- like, I know where you're coming from, but it is not, which is to its credit because it, we didn't talk about the grappling hook that much, but there are moments that this game ends up feeling almost like a very, not like a platformer. I'm not doing like hard platforming jumps, but I am, it is like a platformer in the, in the sense of like something more like grow home um, or platformers where you're looking around the environment like, how do I... I know I can get up to there. What is the sequence of jumps I need to make or the the, the grapple points I need to it's get like to? It's like Titanfall 2. It has a little bit like Titanfall 2. I think it's less it's I'm not using the grapple in combat that much yet. There's key moments when I am, but like yeah. there are not it's not But constant. I just mean in terms of like seeing something yes. and then like executing a plan to get there using 
a mode of transportation. Right. In Titanfall 2, it's running on walls, and in <laughs> in uh, Sekiro, it's the grappling hook. Yeah, we should note the grapple hook doesn't work on everything. There are grapple points. Yeah. You can't just be like, all right, I'm up here now. Like, yeah, it's not like Spider-Man. No, right, 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 exactly. Um, We should look at some questions. Some people sent stuff in, unless people have other sure. final big thoughts. No. People, I put out a call on Twitter for questions, and boy... <laughs> People got them. People got a lot of questions. Um, so I think one of the biggest questions that people have are, are is like, and this is an easy one to answer. One of the things that's missing from this game is fashion, right? Fashion souls is such a big part of mm. the past games because these are games where, yes, the armor maybe changes your stats a little bit. But by and large, it's how you're playing the game and what your build is that really counts to what it feels like. Um, unless you're doing like a super, super heavy armor build or something. Mm-hmm. Uh does it feel weird to miss that? Or or like, I guess one, people are like, is there something like it? And the answer is no. Like, I'm not outside of what cool ninja tool is attached to my arm. Which you can't really, like... Some of them you can see. Like, the yeah. the axe blade you can see. The yeah. spear you can see. Yeah. But, like, the shurikens, it's, it's an arm, right? Yeah. Um, you're not doing any of that stuff. And I, I definitely miss that. I liked... I love the feeling in those games of being like, oh, wow, what's this cool new hat I got look like? What's the coat I look like? Yeah. And you could do some dope feudal Japan fashion. And so I yeah, am missing point, it. At the point that you've removed stats, then they could have just fully embraced yeah. fashion souls like cosmetic. to some degree. Yeah, that'd and It would have been such a fun thing, like, halfway through the game, where they're like, you tired of looking so fucking boring, yeah. Shinobi? And a tailor shows you... up to the... To the oh, <laughs> yeah. That would be sick. Maybe it will. I don't you know. Like, change Only your colors, like... That would be I mean, tight. maybe, but like, yeah, I mean, at least so far there's nothing like that. I, as much as I, I, I never really uh, messed with that stuff all that much. Mm-hmm. I, I do think the game is lesser for not having it. And despite the fact that there are no invasions or summons and that my, my guess is that was part of the reason, part of the, re- part of it is characterization. They have a character who dresses a certain way because he's a specific character. Yeah. Um, and then also because you are just not, you're never interacting with other players I could see the reasonable conclusion that why would we spend the resources to do that? That said, I I wish the game had something like that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, Glenn on Twitter says, is there a swamp level? Yes. <laughs> yes, there's poison. There are status effects in wow. general. Mm-hmm. You can get caught on fire. There's a, there's a status effect that just killed me the other night. And I was like, well, fuck. All right. I guess it's one of these still. Um, and there's- <laughs> I, Yeah, I just got to an area where I just messaged Austin and went, ah, this is a Dark Souls game. Yes. Um, yes. Because this game, related to that, is, um, you know, they've shown fantastical elements. Like, you know, they've teased the giant snake creature yeah. um, mm-hmm. in, in trailers oh, and stuff man. like that. People um, are going to, there's a sequence a, with the giant snake that we're not uh-huh. going to talk about, but is nope. amazing. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, and and there are supernatural and fantastical elements not along the margins, but it gets wilder along the margins. Yeah, that's one of the questions. I'm not sure how much changes in... Uh, maybe don't even say how much it changes. Like, this is me early. Like, it's a much more uh, r- relatively grounded experience. You're not even fighting uh, zombies to begin with, right? Like, that's one of the... In Dark Souls and in Bloodborne, you're immediately fighting people who are not... The people you fight in, in Sekiro are loyal to a lord. Yeah. They are human beings yeah. who are like, yeah, I owe, feel, I owe fealty to the Ashina clan. Yeah. The people you fight in Bloodborne are like... Yeah. Yeah, I, I missed that. You can a hear them bit. talking. Will, yeah, you can eavesdrop on yeah. these motherfuckers. You're a shinobi. You ain't good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you pledge fealty to your lord, and that is it. That mm-hmm. is where my heart is. You know, my heart is with my my lord, the young master. Um, 
Someone actually asked how, how heavily do supernatural slash monstrous elements factor into the world uh, and how quickly do they start showing up in force? Uh, that is, how do you start, how soon do you start fighting weird beasts instead of dude and big dude? Um, it's a, lot a lot of dude, big dude. A lot of dude, big dude. Big dude, very tall. Big dude, a lot of different big dude. There's yeah. big dude and there's big dude. And, there, and there's big there's and then there's big, big dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are, there are, I would say that some of the early boss, like once you hit, what are the two starting bosses capital b bosses not mini bosses and again this game blends that line so much uh which is candy for me uh uh because you know one of my favorite things in games is squaring up against someone who basically is a mirror to who i am like i like dueling more than i like fighting god of war style massive enemies mm-hmm. um this game is candy for me because there's a lot of those in the mini boss sector mm-hmm the capital B bosses are a little wilder. Um, they do include people who are just like, this is a duel, but they also do end up including stuff that is supernatural in nature or mythological in nature. Yeah. That's what I would say is like right now this game feels – not that Dark Souls doesn't draw on mythology and have a mythology of its own and is playing with ideas of mythology. But a lot of the stuff in this game is like the snake that they've teased where it's like, oh, big snake. Uh Oh, uh, you know, big animal is a thing that occurs pretty often. (laughs) Very early on in this game, there's just big chickens just hanging out. Oh, fuck the chickens. Oh, yeah. I I didn't. They attacked me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh-huh. Those goddamn! I I saw a chicken. I heard your cluck cluck cluck, and I'm like, cool. I'm gonna go nah. see Say what's hi. up with that. Cluck cluck yeah. cluck into my eyeball, yeah. and they are ferocious. Yeah. And then I stab them, and like you hit them twice, and you can still do a death blow to the fucking yeah, chicken. You can. Where you just take this chicken, you put it down, oh. and you're like, fuck you, chicken. Whoa. Let me tell you, it feels I, good to do that. I got a skill that lets me heal when I do a They're death assholes. blow. I love those chickens now. Yum, delicious. <laughs> I gotta heal up. Chicken dinner so, every chicken every dinner day. Every day in Sekiro. <laughs> Uh, the, the, so I will say that like that stuff is to the periphery at the beginning of the game. Um, I think you will see that it's treating, it's treating the supernatural elements in this way that you would have to treat it in a world that is not already in the position of, um, you know, uh, 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 complete ruin that the rest of these games have been right in the world of dark souls where the fantasy has taken over. The fantasy has taken over. Things are, are, it's like something that's like develop in Sekiro. It's like, yes, you are becoming more aware of it. Right. The actions you are having are making the, the world is affected, is affected by the way you play the game, uh, to some degree, like NPCs, NPCs, it's less the hmm. world and it's more characters. Yeah, characters. I'm not yeah, going to give this away. The nah. thing, yeah, I'm not going to give it away. The point is, there is a feeling of decline in Sekiro, whereas there is a feeling of, yeah, we've been declined. <laughs> we are laying on the ground well, it's, in it's Dark like, Souls or in Bloodborne, right? Yeah, uh, you're in so, a prequel, right? Yeah, yeah, whereas, yeah, like, you're totally. like, if, like, it feels like this, the world they talk about in Bloodborne and and Dark yes. Souls, you're in that. You're in that part of the timeline yes. in Sekiro, where traditionally it would have been after everything went to shit, and oh no, which, the world's about to end. Which seems like a smart play in the sense that they don't have the same vectors for environmental storytelling because they don't have item descriptions. Um, like not having item descriptions is a solution to how do we tell a story about how this place fell because we're not seeing it when it was alive and well and like <laughs> there's not many people that can right talk. right yeah. totally like it's not that this game has tons of npcs or like streets filled with civilians or something like that it is a military castle and its environment after a big battle and a revolution happened there's lots of dead bodies around 
it isn't like vibrant or anything like that, but it feels like uh, like a, a civilization either that's either about to recover from a period of civil war because this takes place after the or during the Sengoku period of Japan, the warring states period where like thousands and thousands and thousands of people were killed. Or it's a game that uh, it's either you're going to it's going to recover from that dark time or it's going to slip away into the sort of ruinous world. And so the supernatural elements that slip in have one of the nice things about being able to eavesdrop with people on people is like you'll hear people be like, did you fucking hear about blank? And like, OK, that's interesting. It's interesting. That the people in this world have opinions about and are in are, are scared of or have heard rumors about the mm-hmm. mythological elements here. And I, I want to just like there's a lot of cool big animals in this game that that animate in a way that I have not seen in a long time or, or maybe ever in terms of just like, wow, that's an animal. That's a motherfucking animal that's doing some shit. Um, and that is neat. Uh, and it's a neat and way the, to and the eavesdrop is. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So the eavesdrop is nice because I actually wish the game leaned a little more into this yeah. where you get some measure of, um, you know, you, you encounter lots of people or not a lot, but like, you know, I'd say every half an hour or so you'll get a like a group of enemies that rather than jumping in and fighting them, you can hit down on the D-pad and listen to a short 30 second exchange. And uh, without spoiling like what actually occurs, um, Austin, before you get to the first major boss fight, there is an eavesdrop you can do with a man and a horse. Yeah. Um, that uh, I found like very like touching and and sad. And then I found myself like, oh, the game's gonna do a lot of this, which it it doesn't. Like often it's like skirting between providing you with advanced information about things that are coming up in the world, and then just observations about the world. But like that one specifically was like. Oh, I'm learning. I don't know who this, what this person's name is. I'm about to jump down from this roof and stab him. Um, but like, I actually avoided that dude upon like subsequent like like runs through that area because like he's dealing with enough right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to get into his shit. I feel bad for him. Um, and I just wish there were more time. I guess there is another one in one of the other areas you can go to where someone's hiding, like they're supposed to come out and sort of like find you and you like hear why they're scared. I guess I, just, I wish mm. there were more moments where you heard a little bit more about, it got a little more into the people in this world because the couple of times they do it, I, I really I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Maybe because it's just more traditional storytelling that From doesn't really do, um, in which it gave more motive, like empathetic motivational elements mm-hmm. to the people in its world because often the random Desians you find are just zombies for you to 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 kill and get XP from. And, and Sekiro is more concerned with, you know, what are the people in this world doing and how do they fit into the larger machinations of the things that are outside of their control. And so the times when it gets digs a little deeper into that, I, I really enjoyed. And um, I, I, w- I wish the game did a little more of that. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, uh, we heard a couple people be like, what is this game thematically about or even politically about? Great question here from uh, at Stranger Peace who says, what sort of politics does it have? Politics of futility and return like Dark Souls? Politics of revenge and guilt like Bloodborne? Politics of deception like Demon Souls? I think this is a game about loyalty and cycles and, and about mm-hmm. the like cy- uh, cyclical nature of violence inside of structures of power. And I can't get into m- more of it than that, but that is like my, my 20 hours in, haven't beaten the game. How do you break? How do you break uh, violence uh, cycles of violence that are uh, enabled by the establishment and, and protection of uh, hierarchy? 
Uh, a lot of people asking, like, do you feel like you have a build? Are there enough? Um, are there enough character customization choices to feel like you have a build? It's there are. I have priorities. I don't know that I have a build because my assumption is by the end of the game, everyone will have all the skills. Or I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe you will not have completed all of the skill trees. I know. I again, but you I've, could grind it out, yes, right? Like, there's nothing yes. stopping you from just filling everything in yeah. if you wanted to take five hours and just. Just but I wonder. I wonder area. if certain decisions will will lock things out. I don't think so. Like the skill Not tree, so far. According to like the the Q and A, huh? I had when I played the pre like the preview of the game. They said that decisions would matter. Right. In terms of, well, I think that, no, that, well, they, they do matter. Say, Here's they, what I'll say is like, they definitely matter because I'm playing the game actively. Yeah. And like, I've gotten to fights where I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I have that ability. Or like, I have been to fights. There were fights I could not beat before I bought those passive deflection plus mm-hmm, abilities or mm-hmm. skills or whatever. Um, for like a thousand percent the case or or had gotten the attack up or whatever. Um, so they matter. They're not wrong about that. But if you did just grind it out, you could probably clear out that skill tree. And I'm not sure. My guess is. I mean like decisions, decisions. Yeah, but that's not a build, right? There are absolutely decision decisions. Yeah. But But I just wonder if they will eventually impact. Like what skills you could get. I'm sure they will. I'm sure if there are decisions that have like branching paths and stuff like that, I bet that that will open or close off different build opportunities. But like in contrast to something like Dark Souls, you're like, oh, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a a divine build. I wouldn't say it's a, it's, there's like a build system here because it's so modular. Like you can switch between things you can switch I, can you switch between things i haven't tried to do this but in combat yeah, can definitely. you like throw different stuff in like mid fight yeah well yeah after you hit pause and like, go in and just yeah. switch yeah well yeah, i totally. just wasn't sure if it like oh, locked it, locked, it out yeah no yeah. totally if you're like uh this flamethrower isn't working i need my axe in here instead and it's not on my one of my three switchables you can yeah. totally hit pause go and toss it in and switch it out yeah, yeah. but where where it, the, there is more permanence in terms of building a build is what weapons am I upgrading? What like tools mm. am I upgrading? Because those cost resources that you find in the world or buy, and that stuff gets expensive. And like that's where I spent all my money. That I was like, I should have saved this for some other important stuff. Yeah. Was like I upgraded, I upgraded some shit I never used. Like uh, it might have been the it might have been the axe, which I don't use that often. Mm-hmm. Um, and I upgraded it to open up another upgrade for a tool I do use. And so those are the uh, things that I do see. feel more like a build, right? Like I, I have my shurikens are now very upgraded. And so I use those a lot for taking out small enemies or like I never track use of those. Once you start upgrading them, you'll see there's an upgrade that's like, oh, these are good. Oh. Um <laughs> so so yeah. Um the Chris asks the Soulsborne games often provide great moments where you are uh, where you in struggling through the world finally come across a shortcut or unlock a door that gives you hard a hard progress and a feeling of accomplishment slash progress. Does Sekiro also have these moments, or does the grapple stop this? The grapple doesn't stop it because they determine where the grapples are. Yeah, and there's also like areas that you just straight up can't grapple to. Yeah, Le- that yeah. would that like if you could if grapple I could just there, grapple up to that roof, it'd be fine. Yeah, but you just straight up can't, and you can't like clamber up them either. Yeah, no, you can do a double jump on a, on some stuff, and you do it. You could, but then you can't grab onto like everything. I've had. Yeah, yeah, I've had the experience of like I know that there's an area just over this wall, but uh, there's a door that I have to unlock. <laughs> yeah, but there's a wall that I could just 
clamber up and jump over, but it won't let me grab yeah. onto the edge of the roof. So I like it's totally it's intentional. And there, are, there are other places where you can totally do that and get around and feel like you've sequence braked, broken, or like gotten behind people you weren't supposed to get behind, and that feels good. Yeah, but it's not super consistent, or you have to really read the environment and be like, all right, they don't want fucking. They put spikes at the top of this wall. I guess that means I'm not allowed to climb on it, even though a ninja would totally be able to climb this wall. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. There's a lot of just like people who are like, hey, is it hard? And I think we've talked about that a lot. And I, this is my biggest question is going to be, my gut says it's going to be really hard for people to get into and that the people who, I'm worried, here's my worry. I'm having a great time. I'm loving this game. I think of the three of us, I'm probably the one who's like the most in love with it because it's been built for my particular desire mm -hmm. and need. Mm -hmm. The, one of my fears is because you can't grind your way through it in the same way. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a harder barrier of entry for new players. And because it demands so much, like you were saying, Natalie, the like the deflection stuff mm -hmm. really demands. I, mean, it's true, I think it's true for I've played all of these games, like hundreds of hours at this point, and the frustration moments I have had are more acute, more frequent, and more infuriating. Do you feel like that's recent recent like recency bias? Or what do you mean? Like no, do you think no, it's just because no, I don't like, think fresh in your mind no, I, and it's, it's, po been it's a possible while. i mean it's it's possible but i no like because it's it's more specifically the frequency of those walls mm -hmm. right so like mm -hmm. there are were absolutely walls in dark souls less so in demon souls because that game is like just like easier than all the other mm -hmm. ones yeah um um and certainly in bloodborne like you know like uh father gaskion right or uh, i forget Gascoin. how you pronounce Gas, um, i don't think it's gaskwa is like, it gaskwa Gascoin. Is it? Gascoin. Um. Gascoin. <laughs> Welcome to New York, Father Gascoin. Come, come Father Gascogney. <laughs> that's him. That's, um, that's Boston. That's Boston. You know, Boston. like and he's a wall because you're you're supposed to, you know, learn how to actually like use your gun to to stagger him if you if you want to like meaningfully get through that fight. Um, but I have I have found, and again, it's not going to be universal, but I feel I feel like more people are going to bounce off this game even though they think they're right. going to fall in love with it, or it's going to take them longer than they thought to adjust to it. I do think it is, mm -hmm. it is hard. It is harder and harsher than all those, than the previous games, even if you come in with experience. And so that's my one is, half is that, but the other half of my question is like, this is where I, this is the big divide for me. It's like, I think a lot of people are going to want to come to it and be like, Oh, it's not as easy as I hoped it would be. Or it's, it's, it's way more punishing than I hope this would be my way into these games. But on the other hand, my question is without multiplayer where people who are diehards like to duel each other and do, and do PVP stuff. And without character builds, is there enough here for the player who wants to, for the diehard Souls player, does this look like a baby experience to them? Does this something mm. they will dismiss? Because these are people who play, who replay the game, who do New Game Plus. And my, the review guide says there's New Game Plus, but I don't have experience with it, so I don't know how rewarding it is. But who are all about, let me go through this time, and what's the build going to be this time? Okay, I'm going to do the Arcane build finally in Bloodborne. All right, I'm going to not do the easy build in Dark Souls. I'm not going to do, gonna do uh, the, what's the fire one? Pyromancer. I'm I'm going to go through and do a heavy build. There isn't that here. You cannot start the game over and be like, I'm going to do a different build this time. And so my fear, if I am them, the fear that I would have is this is too punishing for new casual, more casual players and not deep enough 
not doesn't have the depth of choices in builds and it does not have the opportunity to challenge each other as players. It doesn't have fashion souls. It doesn't have any of that stuff that the super diehard have. Yeah. So I could imagine less community elements, right? Like Way this less. game is not You're not leaving not notes about, for each other. Right. Even, right? I yeah. I do miss that shit. Me too. 100%. I, I I wish like I actually again, it's not, you know, everything is not a fi- like a a hard and fast rule of like what is or isn't these games, but the sense I found the set the community to be like a huge part of the appeal of the isolation and loneliness in those worlds mm-hmm. where I didn't summon. Like, I think I've summoned a handful of times like across these games, but like the little, like, especially like, this is very specific to like our experience, like as, as critics that get a chance to play them early, but like watching like little notes populate the world when there's yeah. like such a small amount of people playing and then the game comes out and that explodes and just watching the way that fills in and even going back and playing those games later and just seeing how that has en- enveloped the world or the tragedy of Demon Souls where you can play that game now and it's gone and that game feels hollower as a result. Mm. I do miss that. I do miss all of that stuff. I wish this game had it. And it's not necessarily a lesser game. It's a different game. But I, 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 I would fall on the on the end of... I think it's going to have a more uh, like tangential... Uh, impact on people's experience that is maybe not so apparent up front, but is like more apparent over time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very important one here from Natalie um, V. Moore on Twitter. Is there fishing in this game? Yes. Well, There's fishing. You can fish. You can kill fish. You can kill mm-hmm. fish. And you can swim. You can swim. That's a new you thing. You can swim. Real fast. Real fast. Hit, hit that, that circle hit button. Hit that circle. <laughs> yep. How, how do you swim like that, boy? I, it's Shinobi. Shinobi swimming school. I'm trying to go to Shinobi <laughs> swimming school and learn how they swim that fast. I would not be a Shinobi. I would be a swim instructor if I had that ability. It seems like a safer life to live. I don't know why I switched into like Mitch Hedberg cadence for that one, but I super did. Shout outs to Mitch. Um... The uh, the very important one, this maybe is our last one here. Um, uh, uh, let me find it here. Where did it go? Uh, if a shadow dies twice, does it become a nobody? <laughs> From Scott on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's it becomes a nobody, but it doesn't get the X in the name until it becomes a member of Organization 13. Yeah, I would support that. Yeah. Sexero. That doesn't work. <laughs> Key. Where's my... Yeah, you got to start with the key. Kosikasits. This is Kiroxix? Oh, wow. What if it's just Roxas in there? Roxas <gasps> shows up. <laughs> Damn. Sekiro uh, shows up. So yeah, you know what? Shows up. Set Kingdom Hearts in various from software. Oh, that'd be so Feel good. that shit, Sora. Oh, Sora would be so scared. <sighs> Those games, oh, finally we get the crossover between the various universes we needed. <laughs> it's also great because they can just show up to uh, Yarnum already rocking the Nightmare Before Christmas outfits. Oh, fit right 100%. 100%. They already have all the gear from the various worlds. They totally do. They can just do it. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right. That is going to do it for us. Uh, Mr. Meaner on Twitter says, are there Claymores? Uh, NDA says, I can't talk about that. Uh <laughs> Sorry. The Breath of the Wild NDA the Wild. still applies. It still applies. It. It's just it's universal. They said like if you want this game early, you have to agree to these terms for all games forever. <laughs> no talking about claymores. Uh, that's gonna do it for us. We will have more Sekiro thoughts as the weeks continue. Um, I'm excited to talk about some spoilery shit. There are moments in this game that are fucking through the roof for me that I think outweigh. Like I think 
I'm I'm if I'm hedging, it's because I do my best to con contextualize my own enjoyment of things in the weird my taste, the taste that I have built, which likes a lot of the way that these things have lined up uh, that are like very personal in particular, and. Uh, it's because I can so easily see this breaking bad in terms of divisiveness, but I really like it a whole bunch. And part of the reason I like it is for reasons I cannot get into here, which are these high point moments that are super spoilery or more spoilery. And that are like, I want to talk about this moment. This is one of the coolest moments I've seen in a video game yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and so I'll do that sometime in the future for sure. Yeah. We'll have a last 20 minutes of a, of of a different podcast. radio. Yeah, we're going to do like it on this spoiler one. Spoiler town. I, I'm going to wait. I want to wait, Natalie, until you're further in, Patrick. I, there's stuff that I want to show you the stuff that I showed Kato before we started doing the podcast that like, I mean, I won't want to show it to you. I want you to see it for your own eyes and yeah. mm -hmm. be on. I so wish we were streaming this. Me too. hundred percent. I wish we had the time and the yeah. space. But yeah. This is not a streaming room. This is not. No. I don't want to stream this game. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I want to have my frustrations and anger. In <laughs> privately. Thank yeah. you. You know, it's giving me that same feeling that I love about these games, which is I play through a fight. I learn the, I, I, I know I have it but it feels like it's getting away from me. It's like I can read it, but I'm too shook. My heart is, is pounding, and like I know I know this motherfucker's going to do a stab and then a sweep, and I know how Stop to counter that. Stop in circle so early. Stop, wait. Right, wait, just wait a second. Just wait. Shh, shh, just wait. Uh, yes, Kato, it has iframes. By the way, Kato in the middle of this message <laughs> me to be like, are there iframes? Yes, there are iframes for dodges, but they're kind of hard. They're, it's not... I'm not dodging a lot because the enemies attack rapidly. You cannot just like, oh, I'm away, I'm free now. It's like, no, they're going to turn and keep hitting you. So you it, the I've been it was caught. obvious as in the past. Yeah, I've been caught in a Where lot. Where you're just like, I'm going to roll through this Rolls. shit. Yes, totally. It's not. You should be parrying, except for when you should be dodging. Um, <laughs> so I have that. I've had those nights where it's like. You know what? I'm gonna step away. I'm gonna go eat dinner, or I'm gonna I'm gonna go to sleep. And when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna get this boss. And you wake up, and you pick up the controller, and you're like, "Who?" And then he just beats the shit out of you. But then you go back, and the second time, <laughs> you beat the shit out of him, and you're like, "Yes, like I've gotten it." And as long as these games give me that, I'm gonna like them. And mm -hmm. the fact that it's giving me all this other new stuff is means I'm I'm, I'm really 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 loving it so far. It's Hi. not boring in Dark Souls Three as much as I enjoyed yeah. it was boring and is even more boring in like the distance I get from it. Um, which is again, not to say it's bad. I liked playing dark souls three quite a bit. It doesn't, but... it doesn't even feel as grindy as like bloodborne. Like I don't really feel the need yeah. to grind as much as I did. Right. In which is the, the other half of this thing is like, Yes, you don't have builds, but they know you don't have builds. Yeah. They are building, for the most part, it feels like these are fights where they know what you will have coming into it. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, there can feel like there's a solution to the fight. Um, but also, it feels like they can design it so that you can say, like, okay, well, do, is this a person who likes to use oil plus flamethrower or a different ninja tool? Or, yeah. And that, it feels like they know what I'm doing in a way that. Um, and can build around that and mm -hmm. present really fun experiences for me as a player in a way that they couldn't really do in in previous games. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep playing. If you can have two opposite solutions that you're like, I don't know how else you would have done this yeah. fight. Like that's successful design in it is probably only possible when they know you have a limited tool set so that an enemy move set can then be exploited or or danced around a couple different ways as opposed to. Previous games, which just have to accommodate a wild 
variety yeah. of different approaches from from the player. This is like also. Oh, I want to, one small thing that Natalie. Do we ever get some uh, an answer to this? Is that so? In, in every other Souls game, um, if motherfuckers make the 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 the, the distinction of choosing to not fight you and falling off a cliff, oh. they. They oh. die. They're gone. They're right. gone from the world. You get credit for the kill. This includes bosses. Yeah. Like, no distinction. It's just like, you go through that geometry, yeah. like, you're gone. And uh, uh, now you want to set up what you told us and if you can provide any resolution, because I am curious. Uh, the resolution is, so the situation is, uh, there, so slight spoilers for the very, very, not the very, very, that's the first hour of the game, essentially, um, is you encounter your first mini boss. Um, big teaching moment. Big teaching moment. I have not learned yet, but big teaching moment. <laughs> um, I was fighting this man's um, by a cliff. And I wasn't even fighting him with the thought that I was like, I'm going to push him over the cliff. I was just happened to have been by the cliff when we were fighting. And I delivered uh, my first death blow. This guy requires two. And I've been trying to fight this guy for what feels like years. And um, <laughs> I... Good job not breaking the embargo over years. Thank you. Um, it's been a long time coming, but I'm finally free. So I was fighting and I did my death blow. We are by the cliff by a tree. And then I turn around to heal, like I face away from him so I can't see him. And then I turn back around and he's just gone. And I was like, uh, but the music is still there. Mm -hmm. Like the battle music is still there. And it's like, it slowly starts fading as if I've like gone out of his sight. Like, as if, like... As yeah, if, he fell off a cliff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, well, I don't... I didn't get any XP from that. Right. Or, th more I importantly... I didn't get an item. A prayer bead, which is what you need to eventually upgrade your health. Right. I, want, I like to imagine that, like, because the game doesn't account for this, he, like, he doesn't hit, like, a floor. There's, like, no, like... No, like a lot yeah, of games no. will put like a, 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 a like a something at the bottom. So if a character glitches out, they hit there, and then like they get the fall damage, and then like that's the way of the game eliminating it from the world. No, but, like, I think he's this, still he, falling. He just kept going. Where he got distance from you. He fell so far that the game was like, yeah, he's gone now. He's gone. He's having a good time. And then I was like, okay, well maybe when I come back, he will still be dead. Nope, he's he's there again. Yeah, win that fight. You got to learn that lesson. I think that's what it's trying to teach you. I know, which I is know. good. I'm glad the game does that because those fights are so they're important. fundamentally important. That, yeah, that yeah. if you want to optionally go past them, that's fine. But the idea that like you could get through it without actually uh, internalizing the lesson would be bad. this is the biggest difference for me in and previous Souls games. Like I am so much of this the thought that in the past, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get through this boss however I get through this boss. I don't give a fuck. because Same. Because, and I'm going to get through this level however I do. I think about areas like the, what's the snake forest in Bloodborne called? Oh, fuck the fucking woods. Yeah, fuck the whatever. forgotten fuck woods. Forgotten woods. And I was like, I, I'm not going to deal with this area. No. I don't care about this area. I'm going to get past it and get to back to the areas I like. And fuck this. I'm just going to sprint through it. I'm not going to fight any enemies. I'll grind somewhere else if I want to. Uh, to make up for the XP I'm losing. Maybe I'm going to miss a, an item. 
I don't care. I hate this area. I'm going to move on. And that's kind of like how I've done for a number of areas over the course of years, whether that's Blight Town in Dark Souls 1 or what. But like, it's like, I don't want to be here right now. Peace. In this game, I am not having that one. There has not been an area where I've been like, fuck this area. yet. Even the area that reminds me of Blight Town that has poison. Yeah. I'm like, this area is dope. This new area is dope. This area has a cool gimmick. That's dope. So that's one. But two, even the fights, like I, I, the player, I'm not going to, I'm still not going to shame anyone who does glitch their way through shit or who cheeses it. I want to get through these fights by figuring out a strategy that works, not by finding something that feels like an exploit. Whereas even through Bloodborne, I was happy to find exploits and like trick my way through a boss fight mm. or through a hunter fight or whatever it was. I was happy to knock a hunter on his ass off a building. <laughs> like, yeah. Whereas here, it's like, no, I want to win this fight. I want to because I want to... It feels good for me to learn the rhythms of combat mm -hmm. and to engage with them directly, to have that clash of swords yeah. that comes out in my – like having that clash of swords happen where it's like a six-string attack between me hitting them and them hitting me and looking and seeing that their posture bar has has been, grown more than mine has because yeah. I've hit those, hit those deflections right. Yeah. feels like such a nice small victory. I'm like, I'm getting you, motherfucker. Like yeah. I'm coming out on top of this. Even though I haven't hit your body with my blade once, right. I'm hitting that – I'm getting those deflections. I'm pushed, putting the pressure on you. Like there is this, the the boss that's like the end of the early game is the one that I've talked about before on this podcast where I was like, it felt like a duel and it felt like a real hard gate check to be like this. Do you understand the basics of combat? When I finally got like when I finally got him, there was a the, actually the best time was not even the time I got him. The time I got him, I was a little sloppy. I got hit, blah, blah, blah. But the time before that. I got first through the first phase of his fight without getting hit once, without taking any damage and getting like just about every parry perfectly. Mm -hmm. And it, I like, you could feel that he was on his back foot. I cornered him. He didn't have shit. It was like the end of a boxing match where you're just like, someone throwing the towel. He is not in there right now. Mm -hmm. And I've never had that feeling in a Dark Souls game before, mm -hmm. which is. Like, like, I've had a feeling of mastery over a fight before, but the fact that what you're doing is breaking their posture mm -hmm. creates a sense that they are engaged in the fight, too. Yeah. They don't want their posture broken. They want to be putting the pressure on you, but when you have it on them like that, or when they're throwing shit at you, you're like, nah, 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 ching, 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 ching. Like, no, you're done. And that <laughs> there's a degree of personality in those fights yeah. because of that that is so new and that makes me not want to cheese my way through the fights. I want to beat them. I don't want to win. I want to beat them. And yeah. that is like such a distinctive feeling that is keeping me to the degree that if you're playing this game and and not you specifically, but people at home are pick up this game and they're like, I just want to get to the next area. Like it might not be for you. And that is totally okay. What I will say is that I have found that clearing areas in this game feel is like so much it's not yeah. easier but it is just it is like a different technique than i was doing before like i'm still picking off enemies one by one but because i'm mostly using stealth blows for like using stealth attacks and like basically like dropping down on people from yeah. up high is like i just go beep 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 to everyone that's the sound of a sword hitting a sternum yep <laughs> beep beep um, <laughs> but because of that, I feel like I have a lot, I guess what this game feels like to me is like feeling very much in control and Bloodborne for me felt like 
I was just scraping by and like even down to, you know, trying to continue being aggressive to get like some vitality back. Like I felt like I was always just like trying to scrape by when like enemies would come. I just have to like react really fast and like just like rely on my senses and and hope that like I was upgraded enough that I was like I could knock them out in one hit and like not worry about you know uh like a a rando grunt enemy or whatever but in this one I feel like okay I know where I know the best way to kill every single person up on your perch looking down and being like I'm like drop 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 I'm gonna get behind you I'm Mm -hmm. gonna throw a a a pot at a dog. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah, you kill a lot of animals in this game. Dogs Real are talk. If you are... have an animal thing, like if you're, if you, if it's hard for you to see someone hurt animals, there again, there's shit that people have an illness call I've not seen yet. There is a lot of animal pain in this game. Yeah, it's um, um... but for me, part of the reason that works is because animals are. This is about the setting, right? Like. Uh, going back to the idea of like mythological feeling, like the, mm-hmm. the living in a world where you believe that there are monsters in the world, and in history, the truth was sometimes that monster was an animal, you. Or, or you. I mean, you are the monster after all. But the 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 idea of just like you know what's scary? A wolf. A wolf is scary. I don't have a gun to shoot that wolf. I got a sword. That wolf has swords in its mouth. They're called teeth. And How about you just leave the the wolf alone? I would love to. If I could pet the wolf, I would pet the wolf. If I could get a shinobi, if I could, here's real talk, real talk. If you were like, you only get to carry two shinobi prosthetics for the rest of the game. You, uh, <laughs> but the third one is a thing that you just equip and you have to lock it in there and it lets you pet the wolves and it calms them down. I would do it. Yeah, same because the wolves are mad, grimy. Oh no, just because they're cool. I'd be like, hey, wolf, oh. and they'd be like, Arr. what about uh, chicken? No, I'm gonna kill those. <laughs> those are unnatural beings. They are uh, extremely hopped up on something. They are, yeah. They, they are. They're on those those growth hormones. They're like as that tall like, as me. They're so big. They're big ass chickens. Uh, but there are other animals that you hurt in this game. So like, I'm being genuinely serious because I know that there are people who are listening who are like, I don't want to see any animal get hurt. This is an animal in which. Animals get hurt, and sometimes they get hurt in ways that are like spectacular. In yeah, this is not. It is not fetishizing the death of animals in the sense like look at my badass animal killing skills right like, oh when you hurt things they respond and that can be hard to watch sometimes yeah totally um, so I just wanted to put that out there uh, I just avoid uh, as someone who doesn't like killing animals I just avoid groups of animals for the most part um, a good call yeah the last thing because we've done this conversation up all the way through making this this connection is someone wrote in to say like Hey, will this thing ever not be in the shadow of souls? Will it ever be able to be understood as its own thing, separate from those games and like evaluated without reference? And I don't think it will. Like mm, yeah. so many of its core. I'm also sure it doesn't want to, right? Right. Like it, if it's if in it conversation. Wants it to separate, right. Like it, it is, it is, there are ways in which this and the other games differentiate themselves, open themselves up yeah. to different types of players that want to be have it be an entry point as opposed to that's part of the problem of being like Dark Souls 3 is like inherently in a third, you're alienating some measure of people who are like, cool, like I didn't play the first two. Yeah. And they get around that by doing new settings and new 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 takes on like a, sort of a core approach to to action that, that From has refined. But yeah, like they would get rid of thing, like certain, there are things whole cloth you would just toss out 
if they were saying no, like this is meant to be. And also right. that would be part of their messaging where they would say like this is there would be expectation setting from the developer that's like this is something fundamentally different. We don't want to people to be disappointed. We are trying something completely experimental and new. And I hope from does that. Right. I no hope, one like, played Derecine like and was like, well, this isn't Dark Souls because they were very clear. Right. Even though this is a FromSoft game, this is not a Souls game. Um, or like if they did release new armored core, my hope is people would take it at its own merits and in its own, like, this is what this game is. This is not a dark souls game. It's not trying to be one. Hey, remember But if they 3D, wanted to make, remember for instance, 3d block heroes. <laughs> what was that game? Yeah. That's what it's called. Block right. Block heroes. The, was that from 3d dot game hero 3d dot game heroes. That was yeah. a from soft game. It was. Yeah. That's from the era when they were still just kind of. I think Demon Souls was out by that point, but Dark Souls hadn't made the big breakthrough for them. Mm-hmm. They were still making Armored Core games for people like me. They loved me still, and now they hate me. <laughs> I know I like this game a lot, but it hates me because it's not Armored Souls yet. <laughs> First question, Miyazaki-san. Yeah. Why do you hate me? Why do you hate me so much? Put a big... Ro- Did you ever see the art, the, the fucking mock-up of the Armored Souls game that like some fan... Are you going to do this again? I'm doing it again. I get to. I'm, I, I'm the editor-in-chief. Uh-huh. For now, and until you dethrone me, <laughs> it's I get to show you all this art. I don't like to look at this art because it's Natalie's a, never it's a seen fever it. dream that doesn't it. exist. Uh huh. I want to imagine. I oh my god, where is it at? All right, Give here we go. Give me Bloodborne here style game with I'm mm, Max. I'm gonna post post this in our in our group chat so that everyone just has it and they have to look at it. Dead space, I but from bigger. software. Why is this so small? Make it bigger. Uh, so like, what if, what if this was your screen, just a big fucking mech out in the woods and like, it's just gigantic. It's like a giant suit of armor. And then that's you on this cliff, like, or this like little outcrop Holy with shit. some magic or like, look at this. It's like the moonlight blade, which is in all of the FromSoft games. I haven't found it yet in this, but they're like giant. You don't blue. dodge, but you got a jet pack. You got a you jet hit pack. the circle button to go. Pop, 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 you got pop. a jet pack. Look at the fucking scale this could have. This could be so good. I want to play this. I want to play this game. I want to play it. Uh, from soft, please listen to me. Please hear our pl- our, our, our please. please 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 please. Here are some prayer beads. Oh my god! Please yeah, I would. Me- I would. Souls. You know what? I get. I would. You know what? I'd give up my second ninja tool slot <laughs> for, an they, armored for, for an armored soul. I wouldn't finish Sekiro if it meant I got mecha souls. <laughs> right. Totally. What if you couldn't pause between battles in battle, and you only yeah, had one absolutely. slot? Absolutely, and I'd beat this game. I'd commit myself. You wouldn't see me for a week. I'd be like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get through it. Please, Miyazaki-san. Please. <sighs> Just uh, wish it into the world and it'll appear. We've been doing that for like 10 years. Uh-huh. uh-huh. On seven like different podcasts. Souls, it was obvious. Patrick and I worked at different companies. We, it's, oh, it's been obvious. It's been right there, yet so far away. Some fleshy mech right? things. That, oh, uh, imagine uh. you 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 square up against a mech, and you're like, "Damn, they like, have drip is tight." Like, they, no, you don't see it. It's just it's armor, uh. and you hit, and like one of the you, you get down the first the first uh, health bar goes away. And like, I got it, and then it stands. It goes like do 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 stands up. It like flexes a little bit, and the armor pops off, and like uh, like a t-shirt when you flex, like and when then you fl- it, right, and it oh. goes. Yeah, like that. Like the the shoulder pauldron falls off, the kneecap falls off, and underneath is like some Miyazaki, and I mean either Miyazaki in this case, like weird horror organic creature from the woods that like a tentacle comes out and like it 
covers the entire arm and wraps the arm with like a weird tentacle armor. Tentacle armor, second, but it's like, but this organic fleshy armor, and the the metal is underneath. Oh. And then you slice it, and it falls away, and it like crawls away, and then it starts attacking you. Right, you you as you you have tentacles, like trying to crawl on you, absolutely. And you got a little status bar at the bottom called tentacled, and it's like if that gets up all the way, they just take (laughs) over your body, and then you stand up, and it adds a new NPC you have to fight in the area that is your old armor, your old mech suit that's been lingering will, your lingering will. (laughs) It's all it's damn. It's a that's circle. a podcast. Yeah, that's a podcast. I'm Austin Walker. Find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Natalie, where can people find you? At Natalie Watson on the internet. On the internet. How about you, Patrick Klepik? <laughs> you got there. I did. At Patrick Klepik. <laughs> and Cotto, how about you? I'm not recording. At a underscore Cotto <laughs> underscore Piers. Cotto isn't recording apparently. So uh, that's that's on him, in my opinion. Same. Uh huh. Uh, you find everything we do. Waypoint. Why didn't you play this game, Kata? Yeah, Kata. Why didn't you play this game yet? Hold on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me grab this unrecording mic. Uh huh. They slid a microphone over to y'all. Kata. I. Mm. Yeah. A underscore Kata appears. <laughs> Get me code next time. We tried. We tried to get as many codes as we could. No, we didn't. It's all for us. Wow. <laughs> you have to prove wow. yourself. Yeah. Wow. Nat- <laughs> yeah. Natalie Watson, Sekiro NPC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, waypoint.vice.com. Shout out to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that. Waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. I don't know why I say find out more about that. It's not like it goes to a Wikipedia page about Bowen. What does it, it go to? It goes to the Bandcamp page. Oh. It's like buy Download, it. Download the album it. Yeah. at discourse.zone.bazinga.com. Nope. Spend your money at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Uh, that is going to do it for us this week. Uh, I guess are we have a Friday. What's the Friday pod this week? Is this this is this is this is the Friday pod no. this week? It comes out yes, tomorrow, Friday. but it, there isn't a pod tomorrow. No. What? There won't be a podcast that comes out on Friday. We don't also. have a Friday pod. Waypoints? This correct. Waypoints, is Waypoints out tomorrow. Is Waypoints would normally be out tomorrow, but this is sorry. I'm now talking about tomorrow in the future. I'm saying Friday. So Waypoints, you'll hear Waypoints in this feed tomorrow. This is going in where Waypoints normally would be. We'll say that on. Twitter and you'll understand that. And, th- and I'll say it now and you'll be like, where's Waypoints? And I'll be like, oh, it's out tomorrow on Friday. While you're Nailed playing it. while you're playing Sekiro, you can be listening to us talk about Genlock and Dragon Prince. Oh my God, I can't wait to talk about it. Me too. We should, uh, we should go now because we should eat lunch and then come back and record more. We should. All right. Thank you all so much. Enjoy Sekiro. Let us know how you feel. Discourse.zone, gamingadvice.com. Thank you for your questions. We will talk to you later. Peace. 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 Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It can go at the end, and it can be like, listen, this could be an audio spoiler if you don't want to hear Kata's reaction. Yeah. Um, All right, let me just let me just go to the bathroom. We'll you go right get back. coffee. That's fine. I'm gonna take off my headphones. Yeah, don't. You sh- I mean, no, keep those. I mean, I'm gonna be playing it through my computer, <laughs> which has audio. I'm hear it no matter what. So keep those on. And also, it's a fight. It's not like a. Okay. No one says a thing. Okay. You just gotta get on the microphone. You can throw that shit on the ground. I don't give a fuck. Here, put it on my pile. Or okay. Okay. You cannot look yet. I can't. Okay, not looking. Because you, there's a there's a unity of effect here. Are you recording? Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, All right. hello, recording. Yeah, this yeah, is for the I'm post recording. episode. If you do don't want to be synced up, or do I need? No, no one's gonna see this except Kato. This is just I just okay. need to show one. Right. I don't want to spoil this for other people. <laughs> Kato moments ago said he didn't care about spoilers. Yeah. He doesn't mind being spoiled. So I'm showing him this moment that made me shout at like my screen Souls last night. Games like I'll see a thing, but like there's so many things. There are so to many get, things. Like, All yeah. right. So it's fine. So uh, I'm going to just have the audio on very low for us, Kato. Okay. No one else should listen. I'm going to just touch the screen as if that would start the video. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to turn this down even more. All right. So you see there's a fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's all. I'm not going to describe what's happening. Yeah. Because I just want your reaction. Woo! Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a tough one. <laughs> let me tell you. Jeez. At this point, I'm like, This is uh, so uh, much more mobile uh. than... Uh, whoa. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That ain't great. <laughs> I'm going to hop ahead just oh a little God. bit here just so we can get to the what juice. Is, yeah. We're what is get, in the... Don't... Mm. don't. We're not going to talk about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, almost there. God, this looks cool as hell. Shut up. And here we go. Ooh. Get ready. What? <laughs> so I want to tell you something <laughs> real quick, Kato. Kato, I, wa- I was shouting... <laughs> That isn't why I was shouting yet. No. <laughs> Excuse. Mm. Uh huh. So I'm like, all right. Yeah. All right. Oh, mmm. Kato. <laughs> Kato. Yo. Shit. I will sing. Ah, no. Oh no. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding oh, my me? God. We'll sync this up in like three weeks. Once everyone's played this game, I'm gonna sync this up. Holy shit. Look at that shit! That's so good! Alright. <laughs> it really is. It truly is. One of the best wow. moments I've seen in a video game. Fuck! Full stop. I was like, are you gonna are you gonna pick that up? Is that just like, uh, yeah. that, that would uh-huh. be cool? That would be then, cool. What? We're not gonna talk about it anymore. <laughs> Put that at the end. Put that on as a teaser. I'm afraid. You should be. <laughs> there is a lot to fear. I'm very oh, afraid of this game. Amazing. It's amazing. All right. God, I really hope. I really also, hope. Patrick's approaching the, the point now where that other video you saw took place. So oh, yeah. I'm just so I'm crossing my fingers the same shit happens. That was that was fucking beautiful. That is going to be a moment. Okay. There's a there are moments, there are lots of moments in this game that I cannot wait for, to see streamers just lose their shit about. <laughs> the one that you fought this morning is also one of those, Patrick. Patrick? Oh, we're back. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't talking cuz I I haven't been recording. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> We're not. Yeah, that's fine. 
There are no mugs left in the mug case except for this one, which is someone's personal mug, I'm pretty sure, that I just grabbed. You stole someone's mug. I'll put it back after mm. this pod. All that shinobiing was turned you into a thief. I am not a thief. Whoop, whoop, what's good? That's what it says. Where? She's just borrowing. I, IPC. Where does it say whoop, whoop, what's good? No, I'm talking you're thinking of the ICP, the Insane Clown Posse, not the IPC. The Intellectual Shit. Property Fuck. Corporation. <laughs> Different corporation. I Let's absolutely just swap those in my brain. Disney you know, just... now owns the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> they might, by some strange, strange this twist. Turns out, <laughs> yeah, it just 20... came with the Fox deal. Yeah, they Fox just happened to own it because of some weird some, shit. Someone want that? God. Whatever. I love the ICP. Ever since I read the furry story, I'm I fully I, I love the ICP. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. Mm -hmm. He's a wonderful father. Supports his daughter's interests. Good for him. Good job. Get that fur suit. Good dad. Good dad. Good job. Good dad. 